following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. Due to some violent content, parental discretion is advised. Ahorre, no compre sin visitar Emporio. You know how fast we can go. Larry on. Why? These are the facts as we know them. There is an epidemic of mass murder being committed by a virtual army of unidentified assassins. Oh my God! Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the two-time wrestling radio show of the year, Wrestling News Live. News Live. I am the Trade Dog, and it has been a wonderful Monday night right here in the world of wrestling. And it is Wrestling News Live, November the 15th, 1996. And of course, when I do the show, I am never alone. I've always got my tag team partner, JFK. And who the hell is Internet Day? <laughs> And the fabulous one himself, the Bam. Bamber, how are you, buddy? Uh, what a wonderful night of wrestling it was. It sounds like you're, like, working on your transmission in the background. What are you doing? Uh, I was looking for something, and I couldn't find it. And, you know, gotta love these classic friggin' computers, man. It's just crackling down on me. Dude. Gotta love that Windows 98. Gotta love that Windows 98. If it ever fucking works. So, i got to tell you guys in advance that, you know, we've only been doing this for a little while now, this whole Wrestling News Live thing. It's kind of new still to all of us. And we will have news from the Funky White Boy coming up in just a little bit. But, speaking of news, this is kind of breaking news. JSK is absolutely shit-bombed. Fuck you, bitch. Hey, settle down. Just because you're drunk... And you knew wrestling was going to suck tonight, so you decided to get tanked before we did the show. I mean, seriously, man, we're like stupid drunk. 
We really are. <laughs> Not all of us, just you, sir. Just yeah, you. You're the drunk guy. Shut up. All right, well, speaking of wrestling, we'll get right to it tonight on Raw. What did you think about your opening match, the ringmaster, Stone Cold Steve Austin, taking on Mankind, that crazy son of a bitch, Mankind? You know what? It was it was it wasn't bad for what they were just sitting there brawling, beating each other up. You know, it was decent for what it was. You know, you know what? I enjoy Steve Austin's freaking work in the ring. You know that 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 whole Bret Hart angle that they're working. Hopefully, it'll pay off to something. But you know, I'm such a Bret Hart fan, and I. You what know, I what is it with you, damn Canadians? <laughs> What's wrong with being a Bret Hart fan? You know, I mean, seriously. I seriously think if you could shit pink, you people would do it. I'm just happy that he's back, right? You know, there was that whole thing that he, he may go to WCW, and he did it, so I'm happy that he's back. So you, know? you would prefer him to be where he's at in the WWF? I mean, he's at the top of the card there. You know, he signed a 20-year deal. Like, I mean, for the next 20 years, we got Bret Hart. I know, I know you're looking forward to that. Uh, I can't 20 wait. 20 years of listening to you fucking Canadian bastards. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm excited. You know, he's a national hero here. Straight up. <sighs> I just can't get over your lust for Bret Hart. I mean, he's all right. He's good at what he does. I, I, I got you. You know. I'm not gonna lie to you. All right. Well, what, 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 what are you talking about? What? Don't look at me like that. One nug for me. One nug for you. I'll have one nug, and you'll have one too. You're already breaking out. Oh, God. He's already breaking out the Nug song. He, he must have not enjoyed tonight. Shut up. Yeah, there he goes. There he goes. Can you give me some Robert Goulet? Robert Goulet. Goulet! Good fucking night. Yeah. I think we're going to have to take his headset away from him before it's all over with. You better do that. First. I'm drunk, dude. Nah, I'll tell you straight up. I'm a drunk motherfucker right now. Hey, are we doing another four hours here on FanCast? It's another four hours here on FanCast where just a few shows ago we made our debut and we had, are you ready for this, Bammer? Yeah, look. A whopping yep. three listeners. All right. Three whole people out there listened to what we had to say for four plus hours. And I noticed, did you notice this week, I know you did because I already talked to you about this, but we'll talk yeah. about it on the air. Did you notice that we are now ranked in the top ten on FanCast for most listened to shows? Yeah, I can't believe that. I got so excited when I saw that. I was like, yes! We are the number one wrestling show, or we're the only wrestling show right now. Right now. On FanCast.com. Yeah. So... The numbers are still piling in. There's actually 15 of you listening right now. So for you 15 people, your listenership has not gone unwarranted because you are making us who we are by putting us on the top 10 of the actual most listened to shows. Screw you, who you? Hey, you can't talk to our listeners like that. Jeez. I mean, what? I don't... If he would have said that, then, yeah, we'd have been screwed. No, you'd be screwed, because you'd be screwed. we're still trying to carry on a conversation exactly. with our listeners, and all you hear is about how big your dick is. My dick is that big. I, I, I don't want to talk to you about your dick. Yeah, we Shut don't have up. to get into that right now. Do we, do we have to get into that right Why now? Why does it always have to be that way with you? 
You sure do have a pretty mouth. Oh, God. oh no, 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 not not the gay fest again. Uh, are you a homosexual? Pussy lovers. Oh, he's a pussy lover. Okay. Pussy lovers. I want to like meet you and eat you. Hey, easy, easy, easy. All right, let's get back uh, to what we were talking about. We are number seven right now on the top ten most listened to shows on FanCast. All and right. like I said, this is show number three for us in the history of Wrestling News Live. So thank you very much, each and every one of you, for listening. Fuck you, bitch. Hey! Oh, jeez. Calm the fuck down. From 15, we're going to end up being with three listeners again. As he runs them all, I takes his headphones off, and he's going to get more booze. That's uh, a, going to get more good, beer? That's a good idea, dumbass. That's a good idea. Oh, God. Anyway. Let's get back to the wrestling. So, yeah, Austin, and you could call tonight, now that we've, you know, had the luxury of the Monday Night Wars, we're flipping back between WWF Raw and WCW Nitro, and we've had the chance to now see what's happened on both shows. Would you think that calling today um, the night of the disqualification, is that fair? Well, for WWF, yeah. For WCW, I don't get to see it till tomorrow night. You remember, it, it doesn't oh, play. Oh, that's right. That's right. So I, I, you know, whatever results I read, it was like, oh. That's oh, why. Great. That's why you fucking Canadians are so in love with Bret Hart because you can see him on time with everybody that's else. That's right, on time. That's why you didn't want him to go to WCW because you didn't want to wait an extra night to get to see him in his pink tights. That's right. We love him in those pink tights. Oh my gosh. So anyway, uh, what else happened on the card tonight? Let's see here. Uh, w- it basically went downhill from there. Yeah, and you would have thought with what they started with that the opening match would have really, truly been your main event of the evening. Because like I said, you open up with the ringmaster, Steve Austin, taking on Mankind. And uh, don't get me wrong, I like Mankind, but this Steve Austin guy... I think he's got a bright future. He's starting to grow on me. So. Oh, you think? I, 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 I'm I, I always enjoyed him in WCW. Just you know, let, let's see what happens. I mean, I, can't I even liked him in ECW for what little bit I saw him in ECW yeah. when he was mocking Hogan, doing the whole Steve Austin Hogan thing. The whole Mikey Whip rep thing. I, I, I'm just, I can't wait to see like uh, that, that, that Survivor Series match. Fred Hart returning to Madison Square Garden. It's going to be nice. I can't wait for that. Now, it was a slow, slow night on Raw. Yeah. There was a lot yeah, of there was a lot of bullshit. Yeah, I mean, you got Survivor Series coming up. You got Shawn Michaels facing Sid, you know, for the title. Like, I mean, build that up. Like, I mean, come on. I know it's only an hour on Mondays, but give me a break. Y'all keep getting a jump. Hey, stay yeah. away from my jump. You hear me? I'll knock you in a jump. You don't want me knocking a jump because I'll knock in a jump. Oh, well, you know what? I'll hit you right back. Trust me. Trust me. I didn't hit you that hard. Well, you should have been hitting me in the first place. If you're not going to participate in the show, and all you're going to do is sit there and drink, then just sit there and drink. What? You heard me. If you're just going to sit there and drink, then don't try to chime in with the wrestling conversation as Internet Dave enters the chat room. Who the hell is Internet Dave? Oh, God damn. Here we go. (laughs) Here we go with the Internet Dave. Fuck you, bitch. Hey, what did I say about that shit? 
Who the fuck is Internet Dave? I don't know who the fuck Internet Dave is. You're stupid. I'm drunk. Or wait, You're I'm stupid. Drunk. I'm drunk. Okay, I'll play with that. Oh, shut what up. is the other way around? It's the other way around. You're stupid. I'm drunk. Wait a minute. Let's see again. <laughs> what? I don't know. Before we get into any, I just, I just sit over there and drink your crown and, and leave us to the serious business at hand. Let the grown folks have a conversation. Right. Here. So a slow night on Raw when you've got Austin and Mankind. you got Farouk defeating Savio Vega. Oh, God. How many times have we seen this? What a barn burner. Uh, and then your main event. Are you ready for this? Are you uh, sitting down? Doug Fumas and Phil LaFon beating Leaf Cassidy and Bob Holly. Ugh. Oh, boy. So, yeah, like I said, kind of a reversed card. You would have thought Austin yeah. Mankind should have probably been your main event. Yeah, I think. But but yeah. they knew it was going to end the way that it ended with that stupid DQ finish, so I think that might have, in hindsight, probably been okay. Been okay. And yeah, they're trying to build this friggin' tag team of Furnace and LaFon. Like, come on. Like, I mean, I know they were big in Japan, but uh, just... You know, one guy's in blue tights and the other guy's in red tights. Yay. Well, like, and you're going to be happy next week when we do the show because they already announced the main event for next week, which would be November. Uh, shit, don't make me add and subtract. Uh, the 22nd. <laughs> too many fears, huh? Yeah. Too many Jaeger shots. Uh, that would do it as well. Um, but I'm not as drunk as old dumbass over here is. I mean, he's he's the drunk ass of the, of the tandem. Uh, I'm drunk, dude. No, I, I'll tell you straight up, I'm a drunk motherfucker right now. I I know you're drunk. You know what? Next sound <laughs> that you hear will be Trey getting hit in the junk. Oh God! Again with the junk. Oh God! God kicking the junk again. He's he's all about the junk kicking, man. He's not playing around. He gets drunk and he wants to kick everybody's junk. He <laughs> sure do have pretty mouth. Okay, all right. Oh, no. Don't go with that shit. I mean, if you got a if you got a legitimate question you want to add to the show, then add to the show. Who the hell is Internet Dave? I don't know who the hell Internet Dave is. All right, so that was your WWE Raw card for the Yarn. night. Yay! Oh, I'm so excited. Um, why don't we say we uh, take a short break? We'll hit the news. We'll let the uh, funky white boy do his thing, and then we'll go to a commercial, and we'll come back from the commercial. And we'll dive into WCW Monday Night Nitro. What do you say, the bam? Sounds good to me. I'm not even going to ask the drunk guy right now because I uh, know. Let him sleep or whatever. He's stupid. He doesn't know. He, no, we're not stupid. We're drunk. Well, we. Uh, you're yeah, drunk. You're drunk. The rest of us are doing just fine. But we'll be right back with the third episode in the history of the great Wrestling News Live right here on Fancast. Com. Oh, Captain Funkenstein, drop some news on us. And now, the news on Wrestling News Live. According to a new report by the Pro Wrestling Torch, the feeling within WWE management is that Shelton Benjamin and Carlito are coasting a bit too much in their current roles with the company. Both are being marked as being consistently inconsistent. That's a tongue tire. And while the feeling on Car- uh, Carlito is that he comes off as being spoiled or feeling as if he's entitled to have his spot given his family's history in the business. 
Steve O of Jackass fame was backstage at the Monday Night Raw taping last uh, this past Monday night in Tampa, Florida. He was filming a commercial for SummerSlam, and guess what, guys? It looks like the Jackass clan is going to be involved in the main event of SummerSlam. Although that's the plan, it looks like it may not happen because of Steve O's backstage behavior. He was filming something for a DVD where he was asking wrestlers to choke him out. That upset some people. And finally. There's already early speculation about the WrestleMania 24 main events next year in Orlando, Florida. Speculated so far are Triple H versus John Cena, The Undertaker versus Edge, where Undertaker's winning streak will go against Edge's winning streak, and Shawn Michaels versus Randy Orton. And we'll be right back. Hi, this is Vince McMahon from the World Wrestling Federation, and you've found the right spot for great entertainment. So keep listening right here, right where you are. Is a burning thing, and it makes a fiery ring. Bound by wild desire, I fell into a ring of fire. Man, JSK, you really outdid yourself this time on these hot wings. What's so different? Nothing really. I just used a different sauce. A different sauce? You mean you didn't use that usual Louisiana red sauce stuff? No, I thought I would try something a little different this time. I went with the 2003 Fiery Food Challenge winner, Monty Smoking Fire. I was reading Chili Pepper Magazine and saw the award for the best wing sauce was Monty Smoking Fire and thought that many people can't be wrong. This sauce is amazing, man. Great taste, not so spicy. I can't enjoy the taste of my wings. It's a hot sauce with a taste of barbecue in it as well. Where'd you get a hold of this stuff? Well, after reading Chili Pepper Magazine, I decided to head on over to www.myhotsauces.com. I placed an order, and before you know it, there was a delivery at the door of all four of Monty's award-winning flavor sauces. Fire Lizard Habanero, Dancing Fire, Smoking Fire, Apple Smoked Habanero, and the sauce that just took the award for International Sauce of the Year, Monty's Around the World. Those four flavors have won eight different international awards in the last two years. Wow, you're right, man. That many people can't be wrong. Man, I just can't get enough of this stuff. And you're telling me you got this sauce straight off the Internet? That's right. www.myhotsauces.com. All you do is go to their website and find your favorite sauce. I bought all four flavors myself. Scroll down or click contact info to get Monty's toll-free number. Call to place your order, and you can charge it to plastic right there on the phone. Monty takes all major credit cards. Wow, that easy, huh? For a taste like this, unbelievable. Amazing taste, bro. Hey, where are you going? I'm going to go get online and go to www.myhotsauces.com and place an order for all four flavors of Monty's hot sauce. For that price and that taste, I guess you can never have enough of Monty's hot sauce. I fell into a burning ring of fire. I went down, 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 and the flames went higher. And it burns, burns, burns. The ring of fire. The ring of fire. Trey. What, what, Trey, wake the fuck up. Trey, hello. What, what, what? Dude, we got a what? show to do. What's going on with you? What are you talking about? What time is it? Uh, it's We're running late tonight. The show is on right now. We're on the air. Holy live. shit, dude. I just had the weirdest dream. Really? I was there. JSK was there. The BAM was there. Adam was there. It was like 1996. Wow. That just happened. Okay. Um, 
Like I even well, I even heard the commercial for myhotsauces.com. Really? Yeah, the original sponsor of the show. Well, in light of the fact that tonight is a retro kind of night, I'm going to do something that I haven't done in a long time, Trey. What's that? Well, first of all, for for those of you listening, welcome to Wrestling News Live right here on the SNS Radio Network. Of course, he is the founder and the grandfather of internet radio, ladies and gentlemen, the outlaw of the IWC, the Trey Dog, is in the house. But me, on the other hand. Yes, sir. I am the former CEO of Wrestle Talk Radio. The always pimpin', ego trippin', the gigolo, JJ Sexay, is back Uh-oh. In the house, bitches, the rated <laughs> X king of sex, back for one night only, since we're going retro. That's right. And yes, we are live now. We are. Most and I want to thank some people for making that little clip possible. Um, Omega, who has always had all the Wrestling News Live audio I've ever really needed, uh, Rock and Sock helped out a lot with the JSK clips, and uh, Mace, the original foreign kid of the program, helped out as well. So thank you guys. Um, that was a blast putting that together today. Um, no, that was not an actual show. <laughs> we actually did that this afternoon for your listening pleasure. So there you go. You know what? fantastic job on that i i marked out like a three-year-old listening to that clip just jsk wanted to punch you in the junk <laughs> uh just some good times there and, and i you know the question in 1996 still to this day who the fuck is internet dave who the fuck is internet dave man we still we still don't know we still don't know this is true but no awesome segment man Definitely went hand-in-hand hand with uh, with what we did tonight, or actually what the WWE did tonight for Monday Night Raw. Well, see, that's part of the thing. You know, we tell you to, you know, sit down and shut up and enjoy yourself while everybody else is standing up for themselves. We've been around long enough, we don't have to stand up for ourselves. You either like what you listen to or you don't. And that's part of it. We, JJ and I, we were, we, I don't know if you realize how hard we work sometimes, but we really do work hard on giving you more than just your wrestling news and, you know, everything like that. Because you can get that anywhere. And there's a million and a million and a half shows that, you know, do wrestling and, and talk radio and stuff like that. So, you know. We want to make sure that when you come here to get that, we give you a little comedy and a little humor and something that you can be at work the next week and think back on and laugh at. And, you know, that's that's what we're here for. That's what we do. That's what I do. It, we do what we do. So I guess let's let's get the pleasantries out of the way. What else has been going on with you other than putting together this awesome uh, W&L retro segment? Um... Not a whole lot. Um, I do want to uh, say right off the bat another thank you to Ty for the work he's done on the website. I know that we had a request last week on the show for a um, 
What was it? And this is not my area, so help me here. An, an app for the iPhone? Uh, yes, correct. Um, basically, what he has done is created one. And you can get the information on the iPhone app right on the front page of WrestlingNewsLive.tk. So make sure you check that out. Um, I know he's getting ready to make it to where you can listen live to the show. We have found out that it's a problem with Shoutcast and the way that the, that the phones connect to Shoutcast. Um, basically, that's the problem with it starting and stopping. So he, he, he knows what the problem is. We know what the problem is. And we're going to get it fixed so that you guys can listen to the show on your uh, cell phones. And I believe that will work for all phones. I'm not sure. I'm not a, this is not my area. I don't, I don't know what to tell you on that. Um, but also on the website, if you go there now, and I'm begging you, I don't do this often. But I was approached by somebody on Saturday from another website. And that has nothing to do with wrestling. And the guy said, I, I haven't even told JJ this, so this is the first he's heard of it. I keep forgetting to tell JJ. He said that he has heard our show and hears that we have a pretty good following. And I said, yes, we do. That would be you, the WNL family. Um, he said, I also understand you have won multiple awards for your show and I said yes we have you know done okay in the past and we're hoping to do okay this year as well and he said well let me suggest another website to you and I said okay and it's basically an awards site that they do a yearly award for podcasts and internet radio it's not just exclusive to sports radio or wrestling radio or MMA radio. It's, you know, internet radio, period, and podcasting. If you will go to the front page of WrestlingNewsLive.tk, the main story graphic, click that and go vote. In every category you feel like you want to vote for us, please do so. And if somebody will post the link to that in the chat room, that would be great. But um, the archive listeners, please, especially with you archive listeners, as many as we get, the deadline, I believe, is the 21st, midnight on the 21st. So please, of this month, so please go and vote. It's www.podcastawards.com. Go and vote for this show and your hosts of this show as many times as you possibly can. And uh, Tyrant wants to know what do we put for a podcast URL. Um, that I don't know. What would you put there? I don't know. You got two to choose from. Sunday Night Showdown or WrestlingNewsLive.tk. Yeah, I guess just the website, I guess. I don't know. I mean, you do have the shows archived at Wrestling News Live, so. Yeah, so I mean, either way. But, yeah, just uh, vote for Wrestling News Live in any category you can. We'd truly appreciate it. So, there you go. I'm done with all my pre-show spiel. <laughs>
Not much going on in my world except for last night. I decided to have family night with the wife and kids. As you know, she's in town till Monday of next week. And you went and donated to the mouse. I went and uh, donated some money to Chuck E. Cheese last night, and that was an adventure all in itself. Let me tell you. Oh yeah, good old times with the old Chuck E. Cheese. I'm getting a message that we need to invest in a one eight hundred number. Yes, we will soon, hopefully. So just to let you know, it's on my to do list. Keep in mind, people, we're not actually getting paid to do these shows, so I know the income. Everything comes out of our pocket. Exactly, everything comes out of our pocket. So right now, I have a Skype number that people can call. So and the good thing about the Skype number is, for most cell phone people, is you get nights and weekends free. I mean, ninety percent of you. But not okay. But here's the thing: uh, we we actually kind of do have a toll free number. If you look on the chat room and you look where it says "Call the Show." There is a little icon that you can click on, and it gives you an information kind of thing. It's through Google, and it's a free call. So all you do is put in your phone number, your name, and it basically goes right to my Skype account, and it costs you nothing. No, that's from your headset, though. Is it? I don't know. I've never done it. No, it's it's literally like Charles Shane and I have talked about this before and promoted it. It literally is for, I guess, your phone as well. Okay. Well, how do you click it from your phone? Oh, well, yeah, there you go. I guess you're right. I'll punch you in the junk. Punch me in the junk. If you got a buzzer, you'd buzz me, but you can just try and punch me in the junk. Halfmage says he's got money to blow. I'm glad somebody does. Yeah, no shit. Want to sponsor a wrestling show? <laughs> I know a good one. Yeah, I know a good one, too. We'll definitely sponsor that. Um, you know what? Why don't we go ahead? And there was something that I wanted to make an announcement on tonight. However, um, I don't have everything finalized as as it, as it is tonight. Hopefully, I will have everything worked out by next week where I can really drop this big news thing. You know, we're not in league with WrestleZone anymore. We didn't have an official news site uh, for Wrestling News Live. That is about to change starting next week. And I'll give you more details starting next week when we get everything ironed out. But uh, I have pretty much made a deal uh, with a website for us to be the official show of the website. And it's a very reputable news site. So, uh, again, I will drop that on you, just giving you some hints. I will say this. They have a huge newsletter that goes out to over 26,000 wrestling fans more than once a week. So... Just a, a I love the clip. website, by yeah. the way. So we'll definitely uh, promote that next week when we, of course, have all our ducks in a row. But uh, just to say that we actually do, and we will announce it next week, have a new home for Wrestling News Live. We'll be the official audio show of that website, and we'll be promoting their news and everything that they do starting next week. Yeah, and, and you know... Again, not just saying it because we're partnering with them, but I do like the website. It's very easy to navigate. You know, it's got your TNA news in one spot, your WWE news in one spot, you know. So we'll start promoting them. They'll start promoting us. And, you know, everybody's talking about how if they had money, they'd support the show. Well, if you got grandparents, tell them to put us in their will. There you go. That's the best and, way to do uh, it. We'll gladly, you know. We'll gladly accept that. I don't want to charge you to listen. So we are actually working on a few things. Ty and I are working on a few things that might help us generate some future revenue for the show that wouldn't affect you guys at all. So it'll just put money in our pockets to help us 
make the show better because there's right now I, I need to get a new microphone I need to have some things done on my mixer you know that helps us do these shows and again that all comes out of our pocket so I mean you just have to bear with us yeah pretty much uh, so I tell you what why don't we go ahead and jump into some news before we get into raw we'll, we'll basically cover we'll cover raw after the first commercial break which is coming up here shortly but uh, why don't we go ahead and do just a little bit of news right here on Wrestling News Live. What an idea. Concept, eh? And not concept in the chat room. Right, right. Excuse me! Excuse me! Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. May I have your attention, please? And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. And now the news. All right, let's start things off. I don't know if you heard about this yet or not, Trey. Word. It seems that Orlando would like to host the WWE Hall of Fame building. Orlando Jordan or Orlando the City? Orlando the City. I don't think Orlando Jordan, oh. although. Okay, that, that's a sick joke and all in itself. But uh, <laughs> I'm glad you got it, though. Yeah. Apparently, the Orlando Business Journal has a story online about the city trying to get a WWE Hall of Fame building with Orlando Mayor Buddy Dyer and outgoing Orange County Mayor Rich Crofty backing the deal to bring the project to the city uh, that hosted WrestleMania 24. Little did we know in 2008 that WrestleMania would attract more than 75,000 fans to the Citrus Bowl and almost 50,000 visitors to Orlando. Now, once again, we have the opportunity to forge a partnership between the WWE and Orlando for the creation of the WWE Hall of Fame, Mayor Dyer said. From WrestleMania 24 to the World Cup to the NBA All-Star Game to the New Year's Day Capitol, Orlando continues all major support sports and uh, all it continues to support all major sports and entertainment he added when a wwe spokesman was contacted to talk about the possible hall of fame location the official word well, there was nothing to report it's conceptual right now all i can say is that we are evaluating and submitting requests for proposals sometime in the next two to three weeks said sam stark president and ceo of the central florida sports commission interesting I do find that quite interesting. So basically, for those of you that don't understand what we're talking about, they're looking to do a legitimate Hall of Fame building like they have in baseball, football, and all your major sports and actually give it a permanent home as a tourist attraction in Orlando. Yes. I'm all for it. I don't know that Orlando's the place, but I'm all for it. I mean, I would think that if you're going to take a trip to uh, really go see what is the WWF, WWE, that you'd go to Stanford, Connecticut, and see the towers, see the offices, and then go to the Hall of Fame. That's a good point. But, I mean, hey, maybe they don't want you going in the towers, and that's why they're putting this all the way out in Orlando. Well, you know what? If Orlando gets it, then I'm sure it's going to do uh, great business for the city. I don't know that, uh, you know, when I think of the WWE Hall of Fame, I'm thinking someplace like Connecticut or New York. Honestly, New York. That's, first, that's what I'm thinking. First and foremost, it have to be New York. You know, someplace next to maybe Madison Square Garden 
uh, would be the place I'd want to have my Hall of Fame. Well, yeah, but you're looking at a very, very high rent district. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna spend more on rent for a place near the garden than you're gonna get back in ticket price, probably. Well, and that's true. But you know, I mean, WWE, the home is in New York, really. Well, I don't think so. I think maybe it's to each his own because when I think of the WWE home office, I think of, I think of Connecticut. No, I, I think of New York because of the territory that they ran for so many years. I True, mean, and the failure it was WWE New York. Well, but Madison Square Garden was the home for so many years of you know the biggest form but, of sports entertainment, the WWE. But wasn't WWE New York the, the restaurant business? Wasn't that right across the street from the garden? Uh, I, it was in Times Square. I don't think it was by the garden. Okay. But it was in Times Square. And, you know, that was a shame that they, they let that close down. But you know. That was a wild place, man. I, I wish I could have been there before they closed it down. Yeah, I was saddened that I never got a chance to travel to New York. Blackheart Check- says yes. That's where the ESPN zone was. Yeah, it's right across the board from the garden. But anyway, Orlando putting the bid in. We'll see if they get it. Uh, moving on with some other news stories. Hulk Hogan in the news once again, ladies and gentlemen. Is his penis involved in the story? Not in this particular story. Thank fucking God. I mean, it might be later down the road, but, you know, for now, no. Who uh, knows? The current story, of course, with uh, the former WCW and WWE champion being that uh, he's applied for a marriage license in the state of Florida. Once again, we're talking about something in Florida. Right. Uh, TMZ is reporting that Hulk Hogan has applied for a marriage license in Florida, which is set to expire on January 11, 2011. Leaving him just two months to tie the knot for the second time, Hogan is set to marry his 35-year-old fiance Jennifer McDaniel. And TMZ adds that he wants the African-American minister and founder of the Agape International Spiritual Center, Dr. Michael Beckworth, to marry them. I'm the happiest I've ever been in my life, Hogan tells TMZ reporter. The WWE Hall of Famer divorced his first wife, Linda, after 26 years of marriage. I thought she divorced him. Maybe I'm confused on that. I don't know. I was pretty but sure. I don't, I, don't, I don't blame you for being excited to be fucking a 35-year-old when he's in his 60s. Well, no, that, that's a good thing. But the problem is, Hulk, did you not learn from the last one? Brother. <laughs> I mean, how do, you know, how do you know Jennifer just doesn't want your money? I mean... I, Again, it's cool to, you know, fuck a 35-year-old when you're I got 60. two words for you, Hulkster. Prenup. Prenup, absolutely. And then knock the lining out that pussy. And that's the best way to go about it. That's what I do. So let's see. Next up on the old news. Of course, if you didn't know, WrestleMania tickets are now on sale. Hey, you know that when we saw the video of him flashing his junk, it was all bleeped out. Yep. Yeah, we were all under the, under the assumption that he probably has no penis. Right. Well, isn't it ironic that he shows his dick on TV and now this 35-year-old woman wants to marry him? That is a good point. Maybe he's got a fucking anaconda down there. Or maybe he's got a four-inch python. I guess we'll never know. We'll never know. I personally don't want to find out. But what an interview question to ask the Hulkster. Hey, Hulkster, how big is your cock? <laughs> oh, yeah. How big's the pythons there, Hulk? Oh, they're 24-inch pythons, dude. No, no, not that one. That one, the little guy down there. 
I really uh, don't care to know. But yeah, I'm just saying. yeah. Let's let's. Uh, some interesting things happened to Bret Hart over the weekend. Did he show his penis? Uh, no, no. Worse than that. Okay. Uh, Bret Hart was apparently worse. Uh, at a at a. <laughs> he was at a live event in Germany. I was say worse. Did he show his pussy? Yes, he did. Uh, basically, what happened was uh, the WWE wasn't expecting him to appear in his traditional hitman jacket and sunglasses. Um, but basically, he did. Uh, he asked for help, apparently, from the fans to solve the issue. Uh, this uh, this news story is ridiculous. Let me let me just break it down here. I'm not going to read what it says. Brett the Hitman Hart's jacket and ring glasses were stolen on, it, on oh, his latest no. tour in Germany. The, the Hitman has been victimized, ladies and gentlemen. Oh man. The Germans have stolen the hitman's jacket and glasses. Of course, he did have um, something to say on the issue. Just a quick update for everybody. The tour is going well, but unfortunately, someone stole my ring jacket and sunglasses at the Nuremberg, Germany show last night. Any help would be appreciated, he wrote. May they wear it in shame, knowing that they stole it, considering they are not allowed backstage. It looks like someone working for the show is possibly the culprit. Horrible. Horrible that you would steal Brett the Hitman Hart's jacket and sunglasses. Well, I guess that means that that answers a question that I had. If that was the only one he had. <laughs> well, probably the only one he had on the tour. Well, I guess, yeah. Um, looking ahead, TLC. And what nationality was it? Where was he? Germany? The, Germany. The Germans. You Germans just keep fucking up. We have stolen the Hitman's jacket. Nine, nine, nine. How much you gonna sell it for? Nine, nine, nine. Nine, ninety-nine. Fuck, I'm all over that. And I don't even like the guy. Oh, that's some fucked up shit right there, people. Uh, moving ahead to next month, we have the DLC uh, pay-per-view. Of course, the poster for the WWE TLC December pay-per-view has been released with the current WWE champion Randy Orton. The poster has Orton holding a chair. With a ladder in the ring, all black and white with the TLC logo. Date and sponsor, SmackDown vs. Raw 2011 video game. So that looks interesting. That's going to take place on December 19th. Live on pay-per-view. So that's going to follow, I guess it's the follow-up to Survivor Series? Yeah, pretty much. I got which, you. You know, which is going to basically be our big show this weekend. Which, when we'll get to the Raw stuff, I'm not really excited about yet. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, got a little bit of uh, TNA news for you there, Trey. Oh, do tell. Well, first of all, don't know if you heard this or not, but... Uh, Probably not. Lacey Von Erich has left the company. Heard that. Heard and that. She wants, um, she wants to be a sportscaster. Well, you know, I want a million bucks, but fuck. You know, true that. So she's gone. Eric Young, his contract had expired. And now, I, I was actually before, before you move on. We, let's talk about Lacey for a second. Okay. Here. She couldn't even do promos in TNA. How in the hell is she going to be a sportscaster? <laughs> like I said on a plug, she'd be a hot weather girl for some you know news station somewhere. Now, they do have nude weather reports that she would be great at. 
cloudy with a side of breasts. She will uh, end up in a dirt mall reading people's fortunes topless someday. Probably. As sad as that is. Sad. Depends on who's the person getting their fortune read. That is true, actually. I'd stare at her boobies. Who wouldn't at this point? So, speaking of boobies, what about Eric Young? Well, you know, his contract came up, and, uh, you know, they wanted to re-sign Eric Young, but the problem was they wanted to kind of cut his money and, and, you know, pay him less than they were paying him now. So, I was kind of happy that Eric Young left the company, and I was hoping that he was going to search out other offers and try to figure out what he wanted to do, but apparently he did re-sign with the company late last week. And uh, he did negotiate a deal where when they are not using him in TNA Wrestling, he does have control over his personal bookings so he can make the extra money that way. But I still think, in hindsight and retrospect, that might have been a bad deal for him because, well, he did take a pay cut. And they haven't utilized him very well at all. So here's to seeing what the future holds for uh, Eric Young. I'm trying to be optimistic, but what are your thoughts on you that? You know, he ranks up there with me, and I'm going to catch heat for this probably, but he ranks right up there with uh, Santino to me. I mean, he's just funny to me. You know, I, I, I don't see him as a, a great wrestler or a great worker. I just look at him and laugh. You know, and that's, that's pretty sad because I think he's a lot more talented than Santino, but they remind me a lot of each other. Well, and I made the point on Unplugged this past week that, you know, I thought if, if he'd have went to the WWE, they probably would have utilized him, you know, as a comic relief, you know, someone on SmackDown or something. I, I could just see some great uh, stuff played up with Santino and Eric Young. I mean, Eric Young, uh, he actually knows how to work. He's so comedic when he's out there doing, you know, whatever it is he does. I, I just think he's got so much charisma that he's just kind of stuck in a role right now where... You know, he's the the love interest or the tag team partner to Orlando oh, Jordan. Oh, God. And it, it's it's just bad. I mean, he went from being a guy that was in a great angle with the world elite, where he was the leader of the group and was doing a fantastic job, to being stuck in a tag team with Orlando Jordan. You know, it's funny, but at the same time, it's pathetic. I just... Eric Young to me is like a, uh, he's like the preview at the beginning of the movie you go to see. I mean, you're not going to piss yourself if you miss the previews, although when you get there, you'd like to see him. Right. That's kind of the way I picture him. He's Him and Santino, they're like, you know, movie previews before the movie you paid to see. The coming attractions. You know, you want to make sure you catch him, but if you happen to miss him, before, you know, while you're still in line at the concession stand, you're not going to shoot anybody. Well, I guess that's a good point. I, I just, you know, I think he's got a lot of talent. I, I think he's kind of in a dead-end place, and we'll see what happens. He's a good guy. He is a good guy. Um, moving on to more TNA news, uh, the Impact rating for last week finally came in. Apparently, Impact pulled in a 1.15 rating for the two-hour broadcast, the same number that the show pulled the week before. So, at least they're not dipping. I guess that's the good news. Yeah. 
I'm still not a big fan of ratings. I never will be until they start asking everybody. No, no, I feel you. I know what you're saying. I just don't think it's fair. It's just my call. So all in all, a pretty pretty slow uh, weekend news. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's, there's a couple other things. There's a clip that I want to play later on uh, that I saw a of clip? Shawn Michaels. A clip. A clip. I'll, I'll try and get that here in a little bit. Uh, Shawn Michaels basically asking for the fans' help, and we at WNL would love to help Shawn Michaels out with what he's asking. Apparently, he has been challenged by Total Gym to uh, to do some sort of workout. He actually has a Total Gym in his house, and he uses that now that he's not professional wrestling. Um, and basically, I'll have to play the clip later, but uh, it involves Shawn Michaels issuing a challenge to Chuck Norris, who also uses the Total Gym and at one point in time has been a spokesperson no! for, for Total Gym. So maybe Chuck Norris isn't as indestructible as everybody thinks. Maybe Shawn Michaels could take the mantle as the new Chuck Norris for Total Gym. Ooh, I like. You like that. So I'll, I'll, I'll find that. I'll play it later on in the broadcast. Um, there are pictures circulating of The Rock, courtesy of TMZ. If uh, you smell... Sorry. No, I was waiting for you to finish it. What The Rock is cooking. Cooking. Anyway, uh, there are pictures circulating of Dwayne The Rock Johnson right now, according to TMZ. I don't have the link in front of me, but I have seen the pictures. And I don't know what movie he's working on where he is this jacked up. But this does not look like The Rock I've ever seen. He looks more like Batista than Dwayne The Rock Johnson. The, the dude is fucking jacked. Well, you know, he's got that kind of body frame where he can put on weight and take it off pretty good, pretty good too. I mean, he's an athlete. I mean, when, when you're as big as he was when he was playing for the University of Miami, I mean... Everybody will start jumping on the steroid bandwagon, but there's guys like that out there that can get ripped and jacked, and then they just go back to normal, and then they can get ripped and jacked, go back to normal. You know, it's it's possible. Oh, no, brother. He, he's on the, the human growth hormone or something. That motherfucker is ripped. I mean, he looks like Rock Tista. I, I'm not, oh, I'm not even lying. This. I'm not even lying. Dude looks like fucking Rock Tista. I probably can send you a pic here in a second when we're done with the news segment, but... Uh, yeah, right, dude, I gotta, I gotta is see fucking this ripped. But other than that, you know, they they started doing the uh, obviously the ticket sales for WrestleMania this past weekend. HBK and Triple H were both in Atlanta. Saw uh, that they had some choice words in regards to Bill Goldberg being put in the WWE Hall of Fame. Uh, both Triple H and Shawn Michaels feeling like, uh, well, quite frankly, he wasn't ready for that and. He didn't have a career that lasted long enough to be considered a legend uh, or a WWE Hall of Famer. So I would agree with him. I, I completely agree. He had, what, about a run of about three years? He had a cup of coffee. So, but that I'm going to look at the rock here real quick. No, did you find the picture? Yeah. All right, let's see here. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, he's gotten bigger. Uh, steroids, big time. No, but I'm saying, like, you know, I'm looking at the picture right now. The only place that he's bigger than he's ever been before is lats, which are above above his shoulders and by his neck. 
shoulders and arms are just well built. He's flexing. I mean, he's been in the gym. Yeah, he's worked the shit out of his arms to get his arms back into basically wrestler shape. But now he's got the lats like Goldberg, you know. That's that's just something that he's never had before. And maybe it just might be the way he's flexing, too. No, I don't know, man. I Like I said, I think he's on something. But, I mean, you know, he can do that. I mean, he's he's acting. He's obviously not wrestling. But it makes you wonder if he is getting this big. What's it for? Just that I couldn't tell you. Just putting it out there. But, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much the news of the week as far as I have in front of me for tonight. And uh, this has been your weekly update right here on Wrestling News Live. There you go. Good job, JJ. I tell you what, Rock looks good. He's buff, man. He's big. No, the brother is huge, man. Red beans those, and rice did not miss his ass. Those lats, man, they're fucking huge. Like, that's the Dwayne Johnson I would want to meet in the dark alley. Well, he's just done a lot of work on his neck and shoulders is what it is. Well, I mean, but when you think about it, ever since he's been acting and, and doing all these movies, uh, even that last year in the WWE when he, when he worked for them, he went from being about 290 pounds, damn near, 275, to you know somewhere around 240. I mean, he slimmed down yeah. quite a bit. He wasn't, you know, as muscular as he used to be. When I look at him right. there, it's like, holy shit, man, are you getting back into wrestling? What the fuck are you doing? Because the motherfucker's huge. He may be. Maybe Vince said, here's a blank check. Now, I did hear something about he was in Hawaii when these pictures were taken. There, right. was, there was something that came out a couple of years ago. And the rumor was that he was going to be playing some Samoan, uh, or excuse me, Hawaiian... Uh, king and i kind of wonder if maybe that's the direction he's going in i don't know for certain uh you know that's that's hearsay on my on, on my behalf but he's got to be doing something you know whether it's a uh, fucking pumping iron 2000 or some shit i don't know but the, the dude he's awful big he's fucking big man i think he'd make batista look small oh i don't know if he'd make batista look small back in the day i mean he's He's big, but he, I don't think he's quite that big yet. I think it's a deceiving photo, but and he is big. But uh, We're going to take our first commercial break of the night. We're going to break down Monday Night Raw. Uh, quite frankly, one of the best editions of Monday Night Raw I have seen ever in my life, and I cannot wait to break this show down. With that said, we'll be right back. Right. Which one did break. you watch? Do what? Which one did you watch? Uh, tonight's version of Raw. Not 1996, but it felt like it. Oh, okay. Well, that said, we'll be right back with more Wrestling News Live right after this. Hey, this is Santo Loco, and you are listening to Wrestling News Live. <laughs> we keep it hardcore, like a 187. Keep it hardcore, LAX is aggressive. Keep it hardcore. So count your blessings, 
Since 1996, Audio Wrestling has been getting in the ring as your definitive source for all your wrestling desires. Interviews with some of pro wrestling's biggest stars. Providing you with a wide selection of award-winning wrestling shows from past and present. Such as Ministry of Slam, Monday Night Mayhem, In Your Head, WrestleCast, Sunday Night Showdown, Wrestling News Live, Between the Ropes, RVD Radio, WrestleCast, and WrestleTalk Radio, and many others. If you can't get enough Mad Mania, climb into the ring with Audio Wrestling, www.audiowrestling.com, and check out all the real voices of wrestling radio, Audio Wrestling, keeping you tuned in since 1996. Hi gang, this is Mean Gene Okerlund from the WWE, and uh, you're listening to my very dear close personal friends, JJ and Trick. I bet those names are right. Yeah, I believe they do. Right here on Wrestling News Live on the SNS Radio Network. Jen Bloodsworth is a real WWE customer, not a superstar. So to help tell her story, we hired Hacksaw Jim Duggan. This weekend was Black Friday, and the malls were packed. Ho, ho, ho! I didn't know what to get my family, so I clicked on WWEshop.com, where they have all the latest WWE merchandise ready to ship. Why they quit making those foam 2x4s anyway? The kids really loved them. Tough guy! I took care of my entire family in just under 10 minutes without leaving the house. This is a great country or what? USA! USA! WWEshop.com. Real superstars. Real savings. WWE Survivor Series. You think you can stop the Nexus? It's all part of a bigger picture. But you're too simple to understand. A new chapter is about to be written. A WWE Survivor Series. You're either Nexus or you're against us. Live Sunday, November 21st on Pay-Per-View. What's up, gang? It's the Trey Dog from Wrestling News Live. Just want to make sure you've tuned in to JJ6A and unplugged on so Friday night. There is one bit of news if we need to tackle. Here's what you're missing. <laughs> Do you even have to? Don't think you're getting away from this one, my friend. Do you even pay it? Do you even with... Okay. Hulk Hogan was, um... Basically, um, paid to advertise Def Jam rap star. He was recorded playing or singing with his daughter Brooke and Jimmy Hart when he decided to, uh, let's just say, show the family jewels on camera. He decided to flash his junk, ladies and gentlemen. And I don't know what's more disturbing. The fact that in 2010, Hulk Hogan is trying to rap like the Notorious Big. And he's got Jimmy Hart and his daughter in the room present. And he decides to <laughs> to flash his junk at the cameraman. Thank God it was censored. Wanting to show his little Hulkster to the world. At least when I sang, I kept my pants on Hulk. 
Well, let's put it this way. I'm, I'm sure that, you know, had they not censored it out, we'd know why Linda Hogan was sleeping with a 19-year-old. I'm, pre- I'm, I'm pretty sure that the 4-inch python didn't get the job done there. I'm just saying. Everything shrinks with age, and it gets a little more wrinklier. But did I really need to see Hulk Hogan's junk while he's rapping? Come on, man. I don't know what disturbs me more, the fact that he actually tried to show his junk or the fact that his daughter was right there when he did it. Dude, the four-inch python. Uh, what you so, gonna do, sister, when the four-inch python runs wild on you? I mean, you know what, what scares me more, Crelly? There, there's going to be this fucking wrestling nursing home, and it's going to have the likes of Hulk Hogan and the Nature Boy Ric Flair and the fucking warrior running around. Flair's going to be running around the halls naked with his fucking robe. You know, go woo, woo, woo. And the Hulkster's, what you going to do, brother, with the four-inch python? Woo. And Flair's still going to be wooing around there. Then the warrior's going to run around. Oh, oh, Hogan, the four-inch python is no match for the little warrior. I mean, dude, is this what we're looking forward to in ten years? How would you like to be the fucking attendant that works that place, man? Holy God! <laughs> what has the world come to? 2012 and it's all going to end, people! Hey guys, it's me, Mr. Money on the Mic, JJ Sexay of Sunday Night Showdown. If you're looking for the latest wrestling news on the World Wide Web, you should check out www.fromheadlockstoheadlines.com. It's the official news source for Sunday Night Showdown, and you should make it your official news source as well. Once again, that's www.fromheadlockstoheadlines.com. Hey everybody, this is Ted DiBiase, the Million Dollar Man, and you're listening to WML Radio. Everybody's got a price. Everybody's gonna pay. All right, guys, we're back right here. Wrestling News Live right here on the SNS Radio Network. Definitely going old school tonight. Thought I'd bring us back into some old Wolfpack. I was doing the Wolfpack with my hand. I bet you were. I bet you were. I was doing a symbol with my hand, a signal like I was a gangster. It's totally old school tonight. Totally. Hey, you know what, though? Two things real quick off the top of my head from that commercial break. Yeah, what's up? You know, I'm just glad that when Hulkster flashed his junk that it wasn't wearing a little red do-rag and yellow tank top. (laughs) And (laughs) it's going to be Tuesday tomorrow. And I know that the one thing I miss about Unplugged on Tuesdays was because DVDs drop a lot on Tuesdays and you would talk about stuff like that. So now you've moved to Fridays, you know, you got better audience better numbers and everything's going great and so i'm glad for you 
but I do still miss Tuesdays because the, the DVD Tuesday, you know, um, and tomorrow there's one that I can't wait. I'm, I'm fucking stoked, like a fat kid in a candy store. What's that? The the last air biscuit. Oh, it's okay. a it's a story about this little monk that goes around farting on people, and it's called the last air biscuit. I think the last air biscuit. I think I saw that on uh, Thousand Ways to Die. He was training for a fart competition, and his coach lit his ass on fire when he farted, and it killed the coach. So yeah, I think that's the same one we're talking about. The last. I don't air know. Biscuit. I just saw an ad for it a little while ago. It was the last air biscuit, and he's here to save the world. And he looks like the kid from the Golden Child, only a little bit older. And I, I guess I had the I had it on mute, so I'm guessing that he goes around farting on things. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Hmm. That one sounds like a winner, Trey. Half Mage says we should debut three guys bitching on Tuesdays. We should, but you know, where's the time? Three GB. Three GB. Three GB. I don't know. Three GB radio. I don't know, man. 350. Uh, uh, it's in the works. It's in the works. We'll see. It's what a project. Happens. It is a project. Uh, I guess with that said, maybe we should go ahead and break into uh, the happenings as they were on Monday Night Raw tonight. So I'll get us started with, well, old school Raw theme, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, God, the police are at your door again, Trey. Hey, you know what? That's about annoying as fuck tonight. <laughs> I was like, they had tossed it to the ring announcer who was wearing a goofy-looking toupee or wig, but that goddamn siren was still going off, and I was like, what is that? Is that the show? Is that outside my door? What the fuck? Because with you, there really is no telling. At any given moment, the cops could show up at your apartment. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. And I'm like, enough. Fuck. And then it started to go off, and I went, oh, okay. Now, you know what? That's that's actually my favorite Monday Night Raw theme of all time. I'm a stickler for the original. You're a stickler. Well, I'll tell you what. Before we get too deep into this, because here's one of those things that people think makes this show so great. You have already gone on record on saying that it was what now? One of the best Raws I've seen in a fucking long time. And to me, it was like watching the WCW invasion angle. Yeah, we got an invasion. Just like, yeah, we got some old farts. But we didn't get the best of the old farts. We didn't get Hogan and Flair and Savage and... You know, we got we got some good farts, but we didn't get the best farts. You know what I mean? I hear you, but I mean, you can't. There's expect- no, there's no, you know, and maybe because I don't remember who all is really dead or alive, but I don't keep up with that kind of shit. But you know, I was expecting some people to come out tonight where I would go, "Oh wow, I haven't seen that guy in years." And there was only a couple of them that I can say that about that haven't been on WWE TV in the last six months to a year. You know, or at least maybe my time's fucked up, maybe two years, I don't know. 
Whenever Jericho was beating up all the old fuckers. Well, it's been about two years. You know, I mean, other than, I mean, were there any real surprises from the old farts tonight? Not really. I mean, I'm not here to be 3GB. I'm just saying, you know, I was expecting a little bit more than that. I wanted to see a honky-tonk man. I wanted to see, you know, older WWE stars that were WWF stars, obviously, that we haven't seen in recent months, years, episodes of Raw. Well, no big deal. And I'm not, I'm not saying it killed the show. I'm just saying from my perspective... It was just a watered down. It was just a watered down reunion show. See, I I completely disagree. Bring, uh, bring out the Ultimate Warrior. Bring out Randy Savage. Well, Trey, you're not bring the, out Lex Luger. You're not being realistic here. Uh, well, I that's mean, like me saying, "Hey, we're gonna have retro wrestling news live," and not do anything different. But play maybe an old commercial. But see, the difference between that and what you're talking about on Raw is that guys like Savage and the Warrior have issues with the WWF, the WWE, with Vince McMahon. You know, Honky Tonk Man. Blah, 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 blah. Money cures all ills. Vince McMahon had originally reached out to the Honky Tonk Man. And I guess because of financial reasons, maybe he didn't get what he wanted. He pulled out of the show. He was supposed to be a part of the broadcast. And that guy's fucked up in the head, man. Oh, the honky tonk man is fucking crazy. I mean, that's, he's that's probably sitting at home in a fucking stained tank top, in a fucking recliner, on a computer looking at porno. Didn't do shit tonight. Could have made some fucking great money, and and you know been on TV. Yeah, looking at the chat, uh, Rockport says Bret Hart. Yeah, Bret Hart should have been there. HBK, HBK, but he's retired from wrestling. He did do the uh, WrestleMania promotional tour this weekend because they asked him to do it. But at the same time, if he showed up on Raw, wouldn't that negate the fact that he retired from the business? And then people would be like, "Oh, no. fucking Shawn Michaels, he's he fucking to back." Wrestle. But no, you're missing the point. People will be bitching, "Oh, fucking Shawn Michaels, he can't fucking stay retired. He's got to come back to the fucking fucking shit." You know, and people will be bitching about it. At least he's yeah. sticking to the fact that he's retired. No, I I wouldn't have thought that at all if he just showed up on TV. I mean, every one of those motherfuckers that showed up are retired. Well, true, but you know? at the same time. I, mean, I would like to have seen Bradshaw. You know, JBL. That would have been nice. Well, he's fucking partying somewhere, playing golf, and doing what yeah. he does. I mean, he's, he's completely Austin. done. Austin, The Rock. You know, and we're not even getting too old school with them. Well, The Rock's obviously got better things to do. Stone Cold doesn't want to neuter himself by showing up on Raw. You know, I mean, again, we got what we got. I loved the Where thing. was Billy Gunn? Well, again, I think he still works for TNA in some capacity. I don't know. Isn't he like a road agent for them? Is King Kong Bundy dead? Uh, No, I don't think he is. Where the fuck was King Kong Bundy? Sitting at home eating fucking Cheetos. Drinking Mountain Dew. You know? Shit. I mean, don't call it retro unless you're really going to retro that motherfucker. And it w but it was retro. I don't understand what you're talking about. It Everything was, but it was a watered-down version. I, I don't agree. I think that... Uh, you don't have to. <laughs> I honestly feel like, Trey, I mean, Harmony sitting was sitting right here with me watching the show. 
I honestly loved everything that they did tonight. The, I laughed and I enjoyed. I really liked the Dusty Rhodes thing. I thought that was hilarious. You know, and I uh, I laughed and and had a good time. The show was fun, but I was looking forward to it all day. Like, man, this is gonna. I stayed away from the news sites. Didn't want to read who was gonna be there. I wanted to be surprised. Maybe I'm alone. Chat room. What do you think? I mean, I. It was retro, but I mean, it wasn't. You know. I mean, from as a, from, from the feel of them hawking the old stuff, Rean Jean doing the backstage interviews, Mean Gene doing the old school promos for the merchandise. You know, WWE Shop right. Zone selling all the old WWE merchandise. The set. Everything that they did tonight. Now that was cool. That was really cool. To me, made that show what it was. Lord Alfred Hayes doing the closing thing. Yes. That was kind of cool. Yeah, it's very similar to what we do on this show with JSK. You know, he closes yeah. things out for us. You know, I love the update. I didn't say the show sucked. No, I didn't. I didn't, I didn't say the show was horrible and I can't believe I watched it. I'm just saying I was really expecting to see some people that would make me go, holy shit, look at that guy. But everything that they showed, we've really seen recently with the Jericho storyline and, you know, we we just, I, I, I'm sorry that I can't put it into words what I'm trying to say, but, I mean, we really have seen all these people within the last two years, so it wasn't as retro, I guess, as I would have liked it. It was good, and I laughed, and I enjoyed it, but it wasn't as good as I'd hoped it was going to be. JR was a nice surprise. Yes, JR was one of the saving graces, I thought. You know, seeing him really boosted, you know, things up for me. I, I even but, love the... But, treat, but treating him like he was a fucking, you know, sideshow bothers me. Yeah, but did he you know? not slap the shit out of fucking Michael Cole? That's true. It made it all worthwhile. It's like yeah. he just baited him the whole time he was out there. To me, that was a huge mark moment there. When he slapped Michael Cole, yeah. I was like, you go, JR. That's awesome. You know, I, I even love the fact that Justin Roberts was dressed like a fucking early 80s, 70s throwback <laughs> announcer. Star. You know, and then you had, then you had uh, excuse me, Howard Finkel coming out and doing ring announcing all night. I, I, how could you not have liked the show? I mean, this is awesome. I didn't say I didn't like it. Wow. I never said I didn't like it. I just said that it wasn't as good as I had hoped. Now, if there was one, you know, low spot tonight on the show, it would have to still be Michael Cole, you know, well, doing, doing the commentary, uh, you know, but at the same time, he kind of got his just desserts and he again, got slapped. again, you talk about old school, you know, where's Vince and Jesse Ventura? Well, Ventura is obviously doing other things. On occasion, he comes back and does stuff. Vince probably couldn't get Ventura back. I mean, it would have been nice to see Vince sit down and maybe do commentary, but then again, you had JR come out and do a little segment. I mean, I marked big time when the fucking Brooklyn Brawler came out with Harvey Whippleman. And then he got destroyed by big-ass Ezekiel Jackson. But, you know, yeah. the, the fact the Brooklyn Brawler comes out and says, I'm old school, I'll take on any new generation guy you got, and gets killed. I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah, I mean, there, there, was, there was moments that I liked. And, you know, I, like I said, I didn't dislike the show. I just was hoping for a little more, I guess. And maybe that's just my fault. For those of you having stream issues, just refresh. Like a douche. Refresh. <laughs> you ever have that not-so-fresh feeling, Trey? 
Um, I, I've borrowed my mom's dress and my mom's pearls, but never my mom's douche. <laughs> There's an infomercial there somewhere. I don't know where, but there is. Sexual chocolate. Sexual chocolate was back tonight. How could you not miss that? I mean, May Young. May Young came out, and my God, I died laughing. I, I knew that Lakel was going to come out and cut a promo on her. So Lakel yeah. comes out and starts talking shit to May Young, and you know, basically says that she that she'll never have what they have, and that's a, a championship. And then, of course, you know, she gets on the microphone because Mean Gene said, "Hey, May, you got anything to say to these two? I got something to say to you two sluts." I died. I was like, oh, my God, that's not exactly PG-friendly, but that's awesome. You bitches. <laughs> she was yeah. going off. I love Mae Young, okay? Uh, was it DJ that, that was talking about how he, he really loves uh, Mae Young? He was looking forward to seeing Mae Young on the show this week, hopefully. Uh, you know what? It, give the old gal credit. I mean, for someone who in, in her 80s who's still wrestling strong, still makes appearances uh, for the WWE, I, I mean – Harmony and I talk about this all the time. I almost feel like Mae Young is so demented out of her mind that they, you know, they literally have people walking her out there and they feed her her lines. And you know, she's just <laughs> she she's suffering from dementia. And she just does whatever they tell her to do. But I love <laughs> Mae Young. That woman is fucking awesome. Uh, I think they keep her in a locker in Connecticut and they feed her crackers. You know, the, the fact and that Natty had to had to feed her some lines tonight. You know, telling her to blow a a kiss to Lakeul. After she slapped the shit out of Layla. And Layla, God bless her soul, sold that like a million bucks. Oh, yeah. And, of course, Mae Young got the pin over uh, <laughs> over Laycool. God, Now, Rod- awesome. Rodriguez, not of four, brings up another good point. They cut off the Iron Sheik's mic. <laughs> when he started going on his hook, hook mania, hook Hogan tirade. You got a little Sheik candy? Could you get a little Sheik candy for us there? Unfortunately, no. Since the crash, I don't actually have that clip on me. But uh, oh, I got good news. What? I don't know if I should say this on the air. I don't think I could get in trouble. But I, okay, I I won't say who I won't say who gave it to me, gave it to me. You know. But uh, I have a brand new copy of Windows Seven in my hand. Woo! So I'm upgrading from Vista to Seven tonight after the show. Hulk Hogan, I put you in camel clutch, I break your back, I fuck your ass, I make you humble. Humble, motherfucker, humble. What would you do to his new wife? I fuck her in pussy and make her pregnant. Humble oh, him too. chic baby. Fuck Hulk Hogan. Fuck, fuck him and his fucking shit. You give Hogan fuck a him chic show baby? his shit. Fuck him, show his shit. His forage python, I fuck his girlfriend. I make her pregnant. I humble her. That's, that's the chic right there, buddy. Chic is awesome. Gotta love the chic. If you don't I like it, you shit. don't like it, I put you in camel clutch, I break your back, I fuck your ass. Fuck you all. He likes to fuck everything in the ass. Sheik's a man's man. I think he's been to prison a couple times. Sheik's a man. You think he fucking runs the cell block? I think he runs the block. I really do. Okay. 33-year-old tired TM Brox says in the chat room that Windows 7 compared to Vista... It's like going from sex with Mae Young to a lifetime orgy with Velvet Sky. Woo! I am all in there like bad swimwear. No, you know what? Vista is shit. I'll agree with that. I fucking hate Vista. What would the Sheik do to Vista? (laughs) (laughs) The Sheik would break monitor. I would take computer, fuck it in its drive, and break it upside the head. Humble it. 
Would you humble the computer? I would humble the computer. <laughs> oh, that's too fucking awesome. But yeah, like I said, man, I didn't dislike the show. I just was looking for something else. I fucking guess. bullshit. You know. You don't love the show, the Sheik? Fuck you in the ass. Humble you. <laughs> I break your I, ass. I love the Sheik. I love the Sheik. I love Nikolai. I didn't say shit. Just stood there. Yeah, I, I actually thought for you a know, second. You know that when they were backstage blocking the show, and they said, okay, Santino, you're involved in this, in this segment with the Iron Sheik. He went, uh, <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> he was like, huh? What? <laughs> you kidding me? Oh, my That's God. Funny. That's awesome stuff right there. You know, I, I, I honestly thought for a second that they were going to sing the national anthem, the Russian national anthem, Kozlov and Nikolai. That would have been funny. What would have been funnier is if they would have come out and Nikolai would have been like, Cousin! Where have you been? Then the Sheik would have been, Fucking bullshit! And fucking break his back. I fucking cause love in the ass. I break his back. I make him humble. Nikolai pin him. Fucking bullshit. I think they did a decent enough job, though, of mixing in... Um... An entertainment show and a go home show, you know. And I thought the kick that Shemus uh, did to uh, Johnny Nitro, Shemus, Shemus, I thought that was pretty good. No, I I agree. I thought it was real good. So, I mean, you know, again, it was a go home show, but at the same time, it was a retro show. And, you know, seeing, uh, you know, you know what, one of the best moments for me, first of all, I thought Randy was looking, uh, better growing his hair back in. Yeah. You know, old school Randy Orton from 2004. He was, he was looking, uh, in my opinion, I, you know, Harmony even said this too, that he looks much better with hair. It doesn't look so yeah. hyper like, um, but one of the best moments for me was when Rodriguez who and, and this is breaking news too. He actually did sign an FCW developmental deal. For those who didn't know, the ring announcer for Alberto Del Rio actually is a professional Alberto wrestler. Alberto Del Rio, and he has signed with the WWE. He's working. What's in he FCW. do? Uh, he is. He's he's actually a wrestler. But what's he do now? Uh, well, I mean, right now he's the ring announcer for Alberto Del Rio. Alberto Del Rio. You just want me to say the name again? Um, I thought it was great. I thought it was great when he comes out to do the introduction and out comes Tito Santana. Oh, yeah. Tito gets on the microphone and introduces Alberto Del Rio. Alberto Del Rio? And he comes out in the car and it's Chavo Classic driving the motherfucker down. Yeah. Chavo Classic honking the horn. Tacos sells are up right now. Oh, absolutely they are. You know, he's sitting there honking the horn. He goes out of the car and opens the door for Alberto Del Rio. How Alberto Del Rio. awesome was that? People like to say salsa. How awesome was that when you think of Tito Santana and Chavo Classic putting over Alberto Del Rio? It's a revolution! Ay, ay, ay! We got the taco! We got the flags and the tacos. I just, you know, I thought that was a great moment for Alberto Del Rio. I really Santo's did. not Mexican, is he? 
Uh, no, he's Cuban. Cuban? All right. He's la- he's Latino. Let's just put it that way. Well, I mean, that's fucking... I mean, goddamn, Latino, you can be anything. You can be Spanish. That's Latino. Cuban, that's Latino. Puerto Rican, Latino. I just... just tan, know. just a tan American, Latino. True that, true that. But I, I thought that was a great moment, especially for a, for a guy like Alberto Del Rio. Alberto Del Rio. To have those guys come out and help put him over. I mean, you couldn't oh, have yeah. asked for a bigger push you talk than that. A, you talk about getting the push, getting the rub. Racist news live? What are you talking about? We are not racist here. I am not a racist. Okay, well, sometimes, maybe. But not all the time. I'm not a racist. Give Trey a break. I'm waiting for Santo to call in. Yeah, I know. I, I expect him any moment. Like any minute now. It's going to be... Que pasa? Motherfuckers. We got a flag. Well, you know... Now I'm that, still waiting on my fucking tennis shoes from the sweatshop. Yeah, you're going to be waiting that's, a while. That's, that's retro. Yeah, you're going to be waiting a while. With that said, actually, let's go to the phone lines real quick. 501-588-7957. Welcome to Wrestling News Live. Who's this? ¿Qué pasa, gringos? Ah. Uh, ho what's happening? That's right. What's up? I'm doing good, guys. I'm doing great. Enjoying the show, enjoying the old school beginning of the show, and also enjoy the old school Raw. It was great stuff, uh, great stuff. Well, you and I agree I'll on tell that. You what, I mocked out through the whole show. <laughs> I, 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 again, I, I thought it was a good show, and I had fun watching it. I, I didn't dislike the show. I guess, I guess I shouldn't have said anything, but I just, I was expecting a few <laughs> bigger stars. I guess I don't know. Right, right. Well, you knew it, it was going to be hard to get some of these guys. I mean, y'all, y'all talked about reports of Stone Cold and The Rock. They all doing their own things, you know. And Shawn Michaels got nothing to do with wrestling and all this. So, I mean, I, a lot of us had, had got a feeling that they wasn't going to show up, and right. we knew this. We knew who was going to show up. I knew Dugan was going to be there. Come on, everybody knew that. Oh I hell yeah. You know, the, the regular guys, you know, May Young, duh, you know, she ended up there. You know, that that was a great segment, you know? I think you know, me, and Gene, me and Gene, me and Gene was like the cherry on the cake. Oh, yeah, me and Gene was. He, he between him and, uh, and, and the announcer, you know, Finkel, you know, oh, yeah. he came out. That that was great, too, man. That was great. And I, I, I was getting kind of scared for, for my boy, too. I was hoping, uh, wasn't they was going to punch him in the face when he came <laughs> out there. When, <laughs> when Barrett came out there, <laughs> he was holding that mic. He was shaking that mic. I was hoping Barrett was going to sneak him. That's why I love this comment, man. <laughs> you ain't doing nothing to me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was, a, it was like I said, it was a good show for what they did. Plus, to you know, be the go home show for the pay per view. Right, right, you know, and right. Yeah, that's another thing you did say that was you know being that is you know with the with the pay per view that's coming up. You know, maybe they should have did it last week. You know? Maybe, yeah, but yeah. I would, I would have to be for that I, at all. That I understand, but I mean, maybe that's why they did it for three hours. You know, it fit the storyline in. 
Yeah, you know? I gave him I mean, plenty of time. Everything came out right from the beginning to to the end with Rodney Piper. You know, it it yeah. it kind of worked things out, especially that speech Rodney Piper gave uh, John Cena. I think that was pretty. That was a pretty good speech he did. You know? Rodney the Piper. Rodney the Piper. What's the moves? So where are my tennis shoes at? Comments, man. Huh? Where are my tennis shoes? Bruh, let me tell you something. They're in back order. The Hornets uh, lost their first game today. They were damn. undefeated. We lost by two freaking points against some damn Dallas uh, Mahoney Mavericks. So we got them in Dallas back is order. good. Dallas is good. It ain't like you lost yeah. to a chump. Yeah, I know, I know. But we, I want to go 9, 10, 11, 12. I want to keep going. Now, I got... All the channels I could get on my cable package, and I've nah. noticed I've noticed that I've got a New Orleans channel that plays the Hornets pregame and the Hornets CST? games. Is that CST you got there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. Yep, that's that's a that's a New Orleans station. So that's I've been watching great. it. Man, get... Do what? That's great. That's great. You get to watch the Saints news too. <laughs> yeah, I was watching it uh, today, and, and when I came in and turned on the TV, it was a. Uh, uh, the Saints Monday wrap up or some shit. I don't know. Right, right. And I was That's like, "Great, oh, okay. man! That's so. great!" Now you get to see what's going down down here, you know. But uh, I tell you, man, I, I, bro, I did mark out. I know y'all was just talking about it. That's why I had to call in, you know, with 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 uh with Tio Santana and, and Chavo Classic coming out there, you know. I tell you what, man. He, the guy's growing on me, you know. Albert from the river, you know. Albert from the river. He is growing on me. You know, at first, I never was a big fan of his. Even even when he was uh, Dos Caras Junior, you know, to me he wasn't yeah. as a great worker like you know like his dad was. And but he, you know, I know he was in MMA for a while and tried that out after he got his ass whooped, you know, and. And, you know, and now when he went to WWE, you know, he took his mask off. It's like, oh, man, come on. You know, it, you know, he said another one that, that WWE is going to ruin. But I think he's growing on me, you know. And, and like you said, you know, I remember you said a while back, he was more like, he reminded you like some character from from the Zorro movies. Like yeah, a like the bad guy. Yeah. Right. To me, he reminds me more of like, I, I know you don't watch him, but I, I grew up watching, you know, with my mom listening, watching the shows, and you know, and all my aunts. But like the old, the Spanish soap operas, the novellas, you always have these villains on there. That, yeah, I know what you're talking that about. Always want to start shit. You know what I'm talking about? That's the first thing reminding me. He would be the guy that would start all the shit. He'd start all the right. shit, and then have his boys take care of it. That's right. He's the one that start the shit, took the girl away from the hero. You know, that was yeah. that motherfucker right there. Yeah. <laughs> And, I, and I'm getting, I, I'm love, I'm liking the character now, man. I think you know the way he comes out there, it just shows his asshole face, you know, <laughs> smiling and shit and starting shit, you know. Yeah. You know, I like, I like how they 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 pushing him, and I hope they don't bury him or nothing like that, you know. Oh, but, they're not. They're gonna shoot this guy to the moon. And get ready. <laughs> and I know Ray's gonna give him some good matches. You know, he just did. I know he did already, but I think they they. They, you know they work good, great together. I'm looking forward to together. I'm looking forward to Christian coming back and and getting into it with him. 
Yeah, that that that'd be great too, man. To see him, you know, start with a new feud with him, right? You know, but not sure how long that's going to be with him, man. But no, no telling. Now, look, y'all mentioned about the other uh, little skit they did with with Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> See, I love. I'll tell you, all the skits were great. <laughs> yeah, drop the net, Kelly Kelly, and then Oksana just stood there in the net the whole time. She was dancing in the fucking net. <laughs> that girl, that girl has. I don't know about her, man. She she has no characteristics at all. I mean, all I like the part. Has. I like the part where Dusty goes. I raised some weird kids. Yeah. <laughs> No, that that was great. That was great, man. But you know, but man, look, I don't know if y'all, all y'all guys out there in 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 the chat room, if y'all in the Facebook uh, group from WNL, but I just posted a few pics I found that I had, you know, from past WNL. You know, some graphics that I had. I wish I had more because I used to have a whole bunch of them until somebody, uh, you know, got into my old uh, photo bucket account. You know. You know, I had a lot of crazy pictures I did with, with you and JSK and all that. You know, back some old pics, you know. And um, I just posted a few. I'm trying to I'm trying to get the old Wrestling News Latino videos up in there, but it looks like live videos giving me a little trouble there. So I'll try to see if I can work them out on there for the site. I know JJ, I know it's been a while since you've seen them also. I don't know if you remember some of them. I've, yeah, I've seen some of them, and they, they were all pretty good. So I can't wait to go yeah. back and see those. You yeah, are one you of know, the longest. Man. You're one of the longest uh, remaining members of the Wrestling News Live family. So we appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you, man. I know. I know. I'm not like one of the real longest, but I know. I'm because I, I remember I was listening to y'all before around 2004. But I really didn't get in, into the show till like at, in 2005. You know, like after you know. The, the storm and all. Yeah, I, I think I got more kind of brave to to start calling y'all guys, you know. And I appreciate all the the good times you gave me, man, for being, you know, doing the shows and stuff. It's been fun, guys. It's been fun. But uh, that's what we're here so for. One man. more thing, bro. I don't know if y'all meant y'all know, but you know, Raw is coming down here to my city to the, to the New Orleans arena. But uh, it looks like uh, I'm not, probably gonna take a break, man. I, I guess I go watch it at home. I don't know if y'all yeah. know, but it's going to be, supposedly, it's supposed to be the Slammy show that's going to be in New Orleans. Oh, yeah. Right. That's that's what I read. So, huh. hopefully it'll be a good show, you know, because uh, I, I, went, I, I got kind of curious to take a look at the tickets to see what they have. And uh, so far, I mean, they, they still got seats, like, up in the, uh, in the mid-upper levels. That's the best available, so. It's not like a sold out show. But of course all the good seats are gone. Right. You know, to me, if I really wanted a raw show, I gotta be sitting in the front for everybody right. can see me. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, because if I can't get front row if I don't get front row, I'll watch it on my big screen. Right, correct. You know, if it was a house show, you know you know, I'll go, you know, it's been a while since I've been to a house show. But that's right. If I, if I can't be in the front there for everybody can see me and you know, out there, you know, acting stupid with everybody else. You We're know, so goofy, why, mask why, on. You know? Right, you know. <laughs> you know, but I was on TV before, you know, and I, I was lucky enough to be in a pay-per-view, you know, y'all remember that. And 
that was that must claim the fame in WWE. So there. Right on, you know? right on. Yeah. All so, right, man. We'll get God, back to the sweatshop. I'll get back to the sweatshop. We'll make sure them Chris Paul tennis shoes are coming up. That's and right. JJ, I ain't forgot about you. We're gonna have some Canadian hockey jerseys printed in Spanish. How about that? Canadian that's hockey jerseys. Win win. Wow, that is win win for me. I might actually go to a uh-huh. hockey game if I had that. <laughs> I know, I know I'm messing with you. All right. <laughs> and what about, let me give a old school shout. And y'all know what I'm saying. Drop it on us. Wrap it up, brother. We'll know what old school Santa Loco is here to say. Wrestling News Live. Viva. And you know what I got? We got the flags. Ha-ha. There you go. Santo Loco on a Santo Loco on. with a hizzy and shizzy. Wow. Just when you thought things couldn't get any crazier, Santo decides to drop in and drop some bombs on the Trey Dog. That's right. Gotta love it. Every time. So, what else about the show did you not like tonight? Oh, that was it. That was it? Yeah. I, uh, you know. I just would like to see a little more star power from the past. That was it. That was my only beef. Well, like I said, I mean Hogan Flair. I give not I give the show a B plus. That's okay. my grade. What did you? Well, I mean, we're still talking the, about it. But, but well, the two the two reasons why I didn't give it an A. I'd like to see not necessarily bigger stars, but maybe some more stars from the past. I mean, they only had so many out there when they introduced them all by name they had a three-hour show they could have brought some more people in done some more skits um and number two we really don't know how we really don't know how this pay-per-view shapes up because there's only what three matches four matches on the card right now yeah i think they just added what uh Sheamus and jomo Sheamus, Sheamus and jomo and then you've got the uh randy orton cena barrett match that's two um, what else? Edge and Kane. Yeah, you've got Edge and Kane. You've got, obviously, the uh, Free or Fired match, which you just mentioned. I mean, right. you've got the Divas Championship, which is Natalia okay. versus Lakehole. There's four matches. You've got four matches right now. They will probably have about seven, six or seven, to fill out the card. And that'll be your, your pay-per-view. I mean, you're going to have a lot of people underutilized if you don't do a Survivor Series-style match. Looks like a long night for the old Sunday night showdown radio show. You know what? I think it's going to be a good show. Um, I'm really intrigued at how they are going to handle the um, the main event, the WWE Championship match. I mean, we could see two new champions crowned on Sunday. You know, Very possible. Barrett could win, or we could see Miz even come out and cash in his money in the bank. I mean, you know, there are possibilities. You know, Edge could beat Kane. You never know. Natalia, I think, is going to become the women or the uh, excuse me, the Divas champion come Survivor Series. I guess hope would be a better word. I don't know. I have faith. I don't think it's going to be a turning point for me. I'm pretty sure it's going to be a better show than that, but. Well, it's all deal with some hard justice and go down Victory Road. Uh, this just in. I did actually get some information. I want to thank our original foreign kid, Mace. Mace! Mace! Uh, we have the world title match, of course. We have the WWE title match. Uh, Survivor Series elimination match. 
Rey Mysterio, Big Show, Montel Vontavious Porter, Kofi Kingston, and Chris Masters taking on the tandem of Alberto Del Rio, Jack Swagger, Drew McIntyre, Cody Rhodes, and Tyler Rex. This is an all-Smackdown Survivor Series match. So maybe we'll see a all-Raw match as well, you know, using guys like Mark Henry and uh, maybe Kozlov, Ezekiel Jackson. Maybe we'll see something along those lines. We shall see this Sunday at Survivor Series. One of the classic, one of the original four. Isn't it just weird, though, how that we're just a few days away and we know so little? I mean, it's Survivor Series. We're not talking about No Way Out here. Yeah, but, I mean, keep this in mind. This is something that they have been doing for a long time. I mean, the last couple of years, uh, coming into a pay-per-view, we don't know all the matches. Sometimes we don't even know all the matches till the pay-per-view themselves, and they just happen during the pay-per-view. Right. And that's the way this company's been for quite a while. So it doesn't surprise me. I do miss the old days when we had everything mapped out and they had booking for you know at least six months to a year ahead of time. And right now, it's, it just seems like the WWE's fly by the seat of your pants booking. Yeah, and I'll tell you another thing. Um, they're banking this pay-per-view on the popularity of the Randy Orton-Cena-Wade Barrett match. I mean, that's they're hoping that's the bread and butter. And I tell you what, they did it a little differently tonight than I expected. But I've got a gut feeling. I'm not predicting this, and I'm not going out on a big limb here, but with Cena putting on the Nexus shirt finally, I got a feeling there's going to be some shenanigans at the pay-per-view, and he's going to stay Nexus by choice. You think so? I just have a feeling. Well, I mean, he did RKO, or excuse me, he did do the attitude adjustment, or... No, wait. Didn't Randy Orton actually hit the RKO on him? Randy hit the RKO. Okay. Cena basically no-sold it and put the, uh, you know, atomic drop slash coup de gras butthole surfboard FU on him, okay. I guess. Okay. that's. I thought I'd seen him hit the F, the. Uh, I, I thought I'd seen both of that. I mean, yeah, you know, I was he I did. was the hardest working man in show business tonight trying to get um, a Ustream feed through Harmony's laptop, which I could not make work tonight so hopefully uh, by next week i'll have the Ustream issue solved sounds good to me man we've been ready for another break uh i'm just yeah pulling stuff up here in just a second uh let me see if i have this uh i have a video i, I got something i want to talk about right, after the that? break all right and i'll tease it by saying this and you know the answer already so don't say anything okay. how ironic it's on wrestling news live retro night JSK, where he's sitting next to me, would be about to explode like a kid with a $100 bill in the toy aisle of a Walmart. He would be going apeshit nuts. I can't say that I didn't mark out and go apeshit nuts, too, but not as bad as he would have. And you know, you'll know that after I tell you what I'm talking about. But I've waited 15 years of doing Wrestling News Live. To finally say, I have a story on this show where pussy, titties, dildos, lesbians, and sex 
our irrelevant news topic on Wrestling News Live because it has to do with wrestling also. And it has nothing to do with China. Okay. So for that, you'll have to wait till after the break. Okay. Well, before we actually go to break, uh, I was teasing this earlier on. I do have audio from this video of Shawn Michaels. Oh, okay, yeah. And so here is Shawn Michaels. Okay, now technically, I don't know if this qualifies as a new video or an infomercial. But, you know, a lot of people have asked me about, uh, you know, working out and tips and things like that. So I'm finally going to come out about something. Right? You see me, this is my gym at home. Uh, $100,000 of uh, equipment that I no longer use. I use a total gym now, I and mean, that is the way that I train now. Certainly for me, uh, with all the injuries that I've had over the years, the low impact, uh, non-invasive uh, training methods is what works for me. Um, you know, I, you know, as can you, you can go out and spend $100,000 on equipment, or you can spend a whole bunch of money on gym memberships that you're never gonna use, or you can finally come to the realization that I did is, uh, you know, you invest in a total gym. You've got no excuses about not going to the gym. It's right there with you, uh, and you can train on it. Now, I'm going to go ahead and come clean to what I think this is really about. Total Gym found out that I use their product. So what they've done is they've challenged me, and in a sense, when they challenge me, they challenge you, to a 45-day challenge. They want to see... Uh, how many of you I can get to go to their website. Now, there's going to be a link at the bottom of this uh, video for you to click on, and uh, they're going to find out how many of you are going to really go and see their, see their site. Now, is this a challenge between me and you and Total Gym? Uh, I'm not sure. Truthfully, this is what I think they're doing. I think they're trying to work an angle between me and Chuck Norris, okay? Chuck Norris used to be the total gym guy. So why are they coming to Shawn Michaels, okay? That's what I want to know. Fact of the matter is Chuck has, you know, the spinning Chuck kick. And of course I have sweet chin music, huh, right? You see that, you see the correlation? It's a match made in heaven. Now, Chuck Norris, he may have all these black belts, he doesn't have the world championships that I have. I got news for you, Chuck. If this is about me and you, let's do it, okay? Now, I'm a little bit younger. We're both, you know, up there in age a little bit. And everybody's afraid of Chuck Norris. But guess what? I'm not afraid of anybody. I've been beat up by better men than you. Anyway, Chuck, total you. If you want it, you got it. And I got news for you. Christy Brinkley, keeping my eye out for you too. Oh, I'm looking for a run-in. I'm looking over my shoulder. If it's got to be 2-1-1, Christy Brinkley, you might have been able to take on Billy Joel, but I'm no Billy Joel. Okay? Chuck, Christy, get ready, because the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels, is looking for you. I'll train on my total gym. I'll get all my followers. I'll tweet about it. I'll get them all to go to the total gym website. All the links that you tell me to put on there, I'm going to put on there. Christy, Chuck, you can't run with HBK. 
And that was a message from our good friend Shawn Michaels, retired WWE superstar, looking at possibly defeating the undefeatable Chuck Norris and his Chuck kick with some sweet chin music. Because with that said, we'll have more Wrestling News Live right after this, guys. champion hotshot Johnny Devine and you're listening to Wrestling News Live right here on the SNS Radio Network. Rated T for TV. 
This is my opportunity. But this is your destiny. This is my West Coast pop. But you control my This may be my ring. But this is your moment. Create your moment. WWE SmackDown vs. Raw 2011. In stores October 26th. You want some? Come get some. You're either next us or you're against us. Awesome! Get out of my way. All it's going to take is one RKO. WWEShop.com, the home of official WWE merchandise. For a limited time only, WWE Shop has reduced prices on all t-shirts. Pick up your authentic top rope or basic tees while this special offer lasts. Hey you. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Have you checked out the new Unplugged on Friday nights? Well, if you haven't, make sure you check out the new Unplugged Friday nights with JJ Sexay at 10.30 Eastern Standard Time, 8.30 Mountain Standard Time, where JJ covers SmackDown, video games, and whatever the hell else he feels like. See you in chat. Does listening to Wrestling News Live make you a smarter, more knowledgeable wrestling fan? Would the Trey Dog drink Velvet Sky's bathwater? <sighs> well, hello there, Velvet. some good bath water, baby. Listening to Wrestling News Live does make you a smarter, more knowledgeable wrestling fan, although it will not save you any money on your car insurance. Is this on? (laughs) Yo, Jimmy, hit me with that triple H. This is Flair 16 Tom. Welcome back to Wrestling News Live with your host, JJ Sexy and the Trade Dog. All right, guys, we're back right here on Wrestling News Live. Myself, for one night only. The gigolo, J.J. Sexay, has returned here in the studio, Calgary, Alberta, Canada. And, of course, I'm joined by the outlaw of the IWC, the man in black, ladies and gentlemen, the founder of Wrestling News Live. No, not Johnny Cash, the fucking Trey Dog. That's right. I am wearing all black again. I am the man in black and proud of it. But I got to tell this story. Okay, tell the story really quickly. I uh, was at work the other night, and I like late at night, usually around midnight or so, head over to justin.tv, and I like to go to the video game area and see what games people are playing or if there's a marathon of a certain game. Like, you know, I had a craving for uh, Metal Gear Solid one night, and I watched a guy play, like, Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3, and I was... You know, 
was watching that, enjoying that, and then I like to watch other World of Warcraft players play in groups and see what strategies they use and shit. And I went to a room on Friday night that was advertising something completely different than what I got. But when I clicked it, it was showing Playboy TV. And it was showing this season's episodes of a show called Totally Busted, which is a hidden camera show. But the women are always getting naked and playing with dildos, and there's a lot of lesbian moments, and it was just unbelievable. These hot chicks. And the main chick that does the most acting and the most, you know, stuff on the show, you know her, you love her, Candace Michelle. Now, I know she'd done porno before she got in the WWE. I know she did Playboy. We've seen it. We've seen it all. I understand that. But watching her in this show was absolutely amazing. She has found her calling. But uh, I'm telling you right now, she uh, is not shy in this show. <laughs> so it just blew me away to see a former WWE diva on the Playboy channel completely butt-ass naked doing the shit she was doing, so. That, uh, you know, good for, you know what, good for Candace Michelle. I mean, she went from, uh, you know, being on TV every week, uh, being a raw diva, to uh, going back to porn on the Playboy channel, so. Uh, being a raw diva again. There you go. Go daddy, go whatever, go Playboy, go, that's, you know, you mentioned China. She actually, uh, according to some reports, Trey, and I don't know if you've heard this or not. Um, yeah, I think I have. She actually has taken part in a porno for Vivid Video recently. She just shot right. it. Right. So I don't know if it's One Night in China Part 2. I don't know what's going on. I, I do hear that Sean Waltman wasn't involved. And he's what's probably, funny is Vivid is a really well-known label for porno. Uh, one of the best, yes. So that's interesting. As Harmony gives me this look like, how would you know that? I told him. Yes, Trey told me. Good answer, Trey. Good answer. Oh, did I say that out loud? I guess I did. Now you fucked up busted us. Yeah, well. Fuck it, it happens. I told you last night, dude, or Sunday night, whatever night it was we were talking, and I said, the boss is home. You're going to have to be on your best behavior, and you got to be careful. You did say that. But, you know, I'm a glutton for punishment, so what can I say? Harmony Harmony must be home from her meetings with Stanford, Connecticut, where she's actually going to become the raw general manager. Don't think I figured that shit out. She thinks it's funny that you think she's the raw GM. But she will not, you know. I, I got my sources. Speculate or deny it or anything else. I got my sources. Um, I did want to say one thing. Uh, did, did you actually hear the video that I played of Shawn Michaels? Uh, some of it, yeah. You know, that basically he thinks that Total Jim is trying to work an angle between him and Chuck Norris. Okay. As an HBK fan, I thought you'd be like thrilled about this. Well, I mean, I think it's funny. <laughs> I don't know, you know. I want to see where it goes, but I I, I don't know. Chuck's kind of old now. Mm, he's in his forties. I don't know. It'd be interesting. Chuck can still go. Uh, you know, he's all he's got to do is do the roundhouse kick, and it's pretty much oh, you know, that's, that's over with. A done deal. Unless Shawn Michaels counters with sweet chin music all of a sudden. I don't know. I just, it's an interesting battle. Um, but anyway, I just thought that was funny. I wanted to play that for everybody. Before we kind of get off the topic of Monday Night Raw, 
Um, I, you know what? I give the show an A+. Uh, again, I thought the presentation of the show was fantastic. I love the old school feel. Uh, seeing Mean Gene, a guy that we just had on this radio show just last month. Two uh, weeks ago. Well, it's been more than two weeks. It's, it was last month. Three weeks ago. Close to four. Fuck it. Whatever. But, uh, you know, just last month, having Mean Gene Okerlund on for an hour, and what a great, gracious guy he was. But seeing him back on Monday Night Raw, you know, really kind of uh, brought back a lot of memories, and I was glad to see Gene. Uh, you know, the way everybody was dressed tonight, from the from the ring announcer to <laughs> the referees to Michael Cole, Jerry the King Lawler, the camera angles, uh, even the stuff that they did tonight uh, during the match where Kofi Kingston was commenting on one of the matches going on, where they had the little box opened up. That I mean, was old school right yeah, there. Yeah, that was old school. I mean, I'll be real honest, WWE, you've spoiled me. I want to see this every week. I want you to go back to what you used to do. I really do. I want you to go back to some of these camera angles. I wouldn't mind having the little pop-up box with the promos. I mean, I, I think promo, not porno. Yeah. I think that they really went somewhere with this tonight. And, uh, again, probably the best Raw that I've watched all year. There you go. Just from a, a nostalgia standpoint, the way that everything kind of kind of clicked together, I thought the build for the main event at SummerSlam this weekend was great. Uh, yeah. With Roddy Piper doing the Piper's Pit. Roddy the Piper. So, yeah. Again, I, I thought that they did a fantastic job, and I would love to see this show every week. I know that's probably not going to happen, but I would love to no. see certain things from it. And uh, I give it an A+. Plus. I mean, I, I can't go any lower. A-plus all the way for me. I'm going with B-plus just because I wanted to see some more star power and because, you know, I just... I was entertained, but, you know, with only a few matches slated before Survivor Series... And the lack of star power, in my opinion, they should have had a few more people to push it over the edge for me. That's not saying I didn't enjoy the show, because I did. And I really enjoyed some of the things they did that were old school. Like I said, the pop-up window with the promo in it. And, you know, the way the guys were dressed at the announce table and the referees and all that shit. You know, I did love the skits backstage. I, they, I, I think for a three-hour show, they, they mixed it well. And so I'll give it a B plus. A minus, B plus, somewhere in that area. And, you know, <laughs> I will say this. Um, I'm Like I said, I'm really intrigued to see what happens at Survivor Series, even though this was a go-home show, and they mixed it with this, uh, with this Raw Retro. I think it worked. And I know that you wanted more star power, but the names you're, you're throwing out there, I mean, you're throwing out guys like The Warrior and Hogan and Savage and Flair, and we all know that, you know, some of those guys are under contract to TNA, so there's no way in hell they'd show up. And I understand them, that, but that's like saying, you know, I wanted a Porsche, but all I had money for was a, you know, Volkswagen. Okay, but they still delivered on the retro feel. They did, and that's why I didn't go any lower. Okay. I just think, you know, I mean, certain people, obviously, we can't have Andre because he's not around. No, we can't, you know. You know, there's there's a lot of great talents that, you know, were star power back in the day that, that right. would have been great for there, but, you know, a lot of them passed away. Um, you know, seeing the Sheik on there was great. Piper was fine. What did Sheik have to say? <laughs> uh, I think it was something like this. Fuck the ultimate warrior. <laughs> fuck Hogan. I break his back. I put him in camel clutch and fuck him in the ass. There you go. Pretty much night or line of the night on a PG yeah. show. There you go. Yeah. 
But yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Now, I want to take uh, time out before we actually jump into the emails and phone calls. And Ooh, there's, time out. there's something special that I think we should do, and you know, it needs to be said. Uh-oh. One of our charter members of Wrestling News Live, one of our longtime followers, okay. had a birthday yesterday. Oh, yeah. And yeah. so I want to wish a happy birthday to our good friend, Flair, 16, 17, 18, 19 time, whatever he's going by these Woo! days. Flair, by God, 16 time. Happy birthday, Flair. Woo. 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 I can only imagine what his birthday celebration must have been like. I'm sure in typical wrestling news live fashion, there was a lot of alcohol. Probably. There was probably a lot of running down the street in a robe. No and blading. Producing. Probably. Probably. A face flop or two. But we'll definitely uh, have to get on the line after the show and maybe talk to uh, Flair 16 time and see how things went. Because uh, I'm dying to know what happened on his birthday. Probably slapped a few bitches. Made a woman out of them. Made a woman out of them. That's right. Watched some 1917 uh, or 1970 porno. That's some hairy shit back in the 70s, man. Yeah. And uh, probably crashed an airplane or two. <laughs> Probably. Probably. So with that said, I think we'll go ahead and open up the phone lines, take a few calls. Wrote Reed, some alimony checks. That's right. Wrote some alimony checks. $16 million in alimony is what TM Bronx is uh, suggesting. Wow. That's a lot. Now, if you've been married as many times as Flair, then, you know, I mean, that happens. Why has he got to marry him? If he can get the milk for free, why buy the cow? Shit. Well, talk to Hogan. He's doing the same thing. Uh, yeah, but this is different. Well, she's much younger, yes. I'll give it that. But so were Flair's wives. Yeah, but I still don't think it's the same. It's a little different. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Well, Harmony I does. Mean, Har- I mean, you got to understand, she was with Hogan when he was damn near, you know, I wouldn't say he was broke, but he was nowhere near being a rich man after Nick and his fuck up. Yeah, I would agree with that. After Nick and his fuck up, what, they settled with that family? And what Linda took in the divorce, she wasn't in it for the money, this new girlfriend. Well, yeah, that's a good point. So. So, like I said, we're going to open the phone lines, 501-588-7957, if you would like to call in and give us your thoughts on Monday Night Raw or anything else you'd like to talk about tonight on this uh, special retro edition of Wrestling News Live. Woo! Woo! If you even want to call and wish Flair a happy birthday, we can we can provide that avenue for you as well. Uh, I see the fucking foreign kid in the chat room. Oh yeah, he's always there. I do believe we uh, we should go to the phone lines. I do believe I have a call on the line. Welcome to Wrestling News Live. Who's this? Uh, it is Flair sixteen time. Hey. As part, of my, as part of my birthday present, I think Kelly uh, Curly gave me his back cave or something. I got in first tonight. So there you go. You got the hotline. <laughs> exactly. The express um, line. <laughs> but yeah, my birthday was a blast. I thank y'all for the wishes. I didn't really celebrate it on my birthday though, so I didn't really get to do any drinking. I went down to Nashville for TNA, uh, the last show at the fairgrounds, and I tell you that that it's blown away how much history's in that building. Uh oh, so yeah. I was glad I could make it down there. And then I went out to the uh TNA bar uh, with them afterwards, and I mean, that's one thing about that company is it's such a good atmosphere, and you get to know the guys. And um, I, I mean, I 
don't really like how they handle some stuff, especially the show. Uh, it seemed like they had lots of their uh, WWE talent that shouldn't have been on an asylum show. Um, but it was a good birthday, though. I mean, it was a, it was a good time to go down there. And, uh, I mean, the, the main event was the Pope versus... Uh, Jeff Hardy. Yeah, Jeff Hardy. <laughs> I mean, two WWE guys. And you don't need that on a Fallon show. I mean, they kind of just brushed away AJ and Raven as, as the backstage pass match yeah. and start, which which I think should have been the main event. I think actually, I think AJ AJ and Jeff Jarrett should have closed that show. That, that's true. I mean, it, any any asylum guys. I mean, that, yeah. that were there since the beginning. I mean, half the crowd that was there. Uh, I mean, the original members. Half of them left uh, during Hardy and Pope. Um, so I mean, it, that ought to tell them that what they're doing ain't working. Or right. Where'd you go? Uh, where'd you go party afterwards? What bar did you hit? I went down to that Tootsie's bar that uh, y'all talked about. Did you it set was, our booth? It, it was crazy. Uh, did you but, set uh, our booth? Yeah. I I didn't get to uh, sit in it because it was it's taken, but I saw it there. Uh, you know, right when you go in there to the left. Uh, I did, did you see the did you see the picture of uh, Kurt hitting up above the bar? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the one that we would toast to. Yeah, oh, really? Uh, yeah, we would take our shots of Jack Daniels and toast to that picture, and then slam him on the bar and gargle him before we drink him. Oh, <laughs> that's some old school there. That's I started, old school. Uh, listening, I think I started listening to WNL around 2003, and I tell you, I. Just listening to Sano and some of the guys that are still around. I mean, I, I mean, you all have been great for I mean a long time. Getting to hear the start of the show tonight. I mean, that was that was really cool to get get to hear JJ or JSK and the uh, the band back. And uh, that was a really cool thing you put together, Trey. Um, Thanks. I thought. Uh, Raw tonight was really good. I mean, they they did the best with what they could work with, and uh, you know, you know, I mean, it's not going to. I think that's one thing that separates WWE from TNA is that they know how to get in the old guys that are reasonable to get, and then keep on pushing the new talent. I mean, that's the main thing with TNA now is that they're concentrated on old talent that can't do anything for them anymore. And tonight, right. WWE did a good thing to push them the right way. I mean, I'm sure they got a good rating for the three-hour show, and those three-hour shows are always hard to book. So, I mean, to be able to put everything together how they did tonight, uh, oh, yeah. as much of a TNA Kool-Aid drinker as I am, WWE, they they got it right tonight. So, uh, anyway, it's just a great night. It's been a great weekend, and I appreciate you all's wishes. Hey, no. Thanks, man. Appreciate you uh, right, listening every week and calling in, brother. Hey, Flair, stick around after the show. I want to talk to you for a minute. All right, cool, brother. All right, man. All right, we'll talk to you later. All right, so we'll open the phone lines up one more time, but while we're waiting on another call, uh, we do have some emails that I kind of want to get to before we wrap things up. Yes. Some emails, if you will. If you will. All right, hang on. I I the woods. The way it was. The way it was, the way it is, the way it always will be. Because I'm Dusty Rhodes, baby. Oh, you're trying to be the American dream. Listen at that. What's up with that, Trey? 
The American dream, baby. The American dream. Uh, before we actually do the email, I actually do have a call on the line. Welcome to Wrestling News Live. Who's this? This would be the original fucking foreign kid. Hey, it's Mice. Mice. Hey, Trish, you redneck bastard. What's up, you Aussie faggot? <laughs> uh, not much, man. Just having a, a good time sitting back listening to the show. Uh, loved that intro, man. That was very well done. Thank I'm you glad to have helped you get some of the clips for that shit, man. Yeah, I was uh, beginning to wonder. I, we literally pushed the fucking deadline on getting that finished. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, well, when you had to turn the rock to get the rest of the clips, then I'm, I'm sure, yeah, you're pressing. <laughs> um, but that, that boy the, can find anything, I tell you. Oh, I know. Um, the, the BAM, you know, and just talking to him the last two days about doing this and then talking to him on the, the Skype line tonight when we recorded this, and he is dying to come back to the show and be a third host when he can, but his work schedule's all screwed up. Mondays are the worst day of the week, so one of these days, maybe he'll get it all together and he'll be able to come back. Yeah, that'd be awesome, man. Uh, hell, I even worked that going from the clips and everything. I've been talking to you and JJ and Tim Stone and a few others for over 10 years now. Yeah. Yeah, I first little, started listening back in 99, man. It's a long time. Yeah, I think you and Omega and Rock are probably three of the longer listeners that we've got left. Yeah. Wildcat, Wildcat Woman, Cowboy Chick. Man, going back in the old school archives. I, I actually talked to... <laughs> fun to, times, fun times. I actually talked to Wildcat Woman today. Did you? Yeah, she uh, she messaged me on Facebook, and we talked for a little bit. And, uh, you know, with her work schedule, she doesn't get to catch a lot of the live shows, but... She teased that maybe next week she would be in the chat since she doesn't have to work Tuesday. So we might nice. actually have a resurgence of Wildcat Woman next week on, on the uh, Wrestling News Live chat room. So that'd be nice. And then you've got that wave of listeners like Santo and, and uh, you know, Flair 16 time. And I want to say Hollywood's been around for a while. And Don't forget Midnight Man. You can't forget Midnight Midnight, Man. Midnight Man is one of the longer listeners. Yep, he's been around for a while, and we Um, appreciate it. You know, we've got just tons and tons of people in the Wrestling News Live family that, you know, if it wasn't for you guys, then JSK had always said we'd just be two idiots talking wrestling to ourselves, but at least you give us an audience and somebody to hang out with every Monday night, so... Yeah, Tyrant says it. Tyrant says he just missed three years of listening. He's just shy of three years. Uh, well, they they all accumulate the years. You know, it's almost like wrestling. You know, that's the next generation of listeners when us old bastards have to leave the uh, <laughs> the internet wrestling listenership. <laughs> yeah, and Walkie's been around forever. You know, a guy like Walkie, and you know. Yeah, but Walkie still hasn't gone through puberty yet, so he's got many years to go. The longest listener of the entire bunch, to be honest with you, is Charles Shane. Yeah. He's been around since, like, one of the first weeks, second weeks of the show. And been around ever since then. So, he's the oldest fart in the chat room. <laughs> as far as listenership goes, anyway. Uh, no, I thought, I thought I'd just call in and I'd 
drop a quick comment on uh, tonight's Raw, you know, as usual. Being Australian, we always have the little screwed-up timetables here, but I managed to catch it online, so I was able to keep up with all you American and Canadian folks. Ah, okay. But I, I tell you what, I never wanted to be Jerry Lawler, but tonight I did because he got, for three magical seconds, he got to choke out Michael Cole. <laughs> And then JR later on in the night with the hat slapping over him and ignoring the crap out of him on commentary. Man, I was laughing my ass off. This has been one of the best roars I have watched in a long time. Hell, one of the best wrestling programs I've watched in a long time. See, I, it's great to see how they've done it. I completely agree. I would love to see them do this. Like, I, I really wish they just changed the format. I, you know, seeing the old Raw set. You know, uh, I, I everything about this show to me was awesome. You know, despite the fact there was no Savage or Hogan or, or Warrior. I mean, granted, we got a lot of people, you know, like Slaughter. And, you know, we always see Ted DiBiase. We always see IRS. We always see Dusty. Uh, you know, but bringing the Sheik out again and, you know, Piper, they're always class acts. And I love to see these guys. I mean, uh, you know, even Chavo Classic coming out of nowhere, you know. And being affiliated with Alberto Del Rio and Tito. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. The only thing missing Now, how did they get away with using that logo for one night? Because that's not the logo that's, uh, that they have an issue with. The logo in question is the WWF Attitude logo. Okay. That's the one that the WWF, World Wildlife Fund, has a problem with. I mean, they, they still have this one used uh, all the time. Okay. I mean, this is the one that's not blurred out during DVDs. But anytime you watch a WWF Attitude era DVD where they've gone back and remastered the stuff, it's horrible to watch because, you know, all the WWF insignias are covered out by blurs. So you got the ring post covered by blurs, the entranceway. It's just really shitty. But this one is uh, acceptable. I agree. Anything else on your plate there, Mace? No, nothing, guys. Go on, read your emails. I'll go back in the hiding over at the other place with that other old fogey that you used to do a show with once upon a time, JJ. You you know him, that old bastard. Oh, you mean uh, you mean Wrestle Talk Radio? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, and won't you guys <laughs> actually? Won't you guys actually be providing uh, post pay per view coverage over there on Monday night, or excuse me, on Sunday night this week? Uh, yes. After every pay per view goes off the air, we come on the air with coverage of well what you just watched plus our own opinions so you come over and listen to jj on sunday night showdown then maybe wander over and listen to us on wrestle talk radio there you go that's what i do there's there's your cheap plug yep. for the night my friend <laughs> Woo, cheap tell, plugs. tell tim i i was I, I let him plug the show i mean you know i did start that show with tim so you know <laughs> somewhere deep in my heart my cold heart there, there lies a spark just okay. tell the old bastard to send me a check. <laughs> Actually, right, we'll fuck do, that. Try. I'll just go to his house and take money from him. He just lives down the street. Oh, well, there you go. So there you go. Uh, that's why the beers have been missing from his fridge. Pretty you much. You've been sneaking them out while he's been not looking. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right, guys. You keep doing what you're doing. I'll catch up with you down the road. All right, All right brother. Later. Later, brother. That was mice. Mice. From Australia. I swear, every time he calls, I want to play Down Under by Minute Work. What the hell is a Vegemite sandwich? A Vegemite sandwich! Yeah, I know what it is. It Never is mind. a vegetarian sandwich made in a blender.
It's a pretty nasty sandwich, as I recall. Not that I've ever had one, but I hear it's pretty sick. Guess yeah, we, I'm not going nowhere near it. Yeah, we, we could have talked to him about that, but we didn't. So We'll move on. Uh, it's time to go ahead and catch some emails. We do have a few on Wrestling News Live this week. Some interesting ones. One is one is in regards to me, specifically. So this one will be fun. But with that said, let's go to the emails. Can I have your attention, please? Of course you have an email, you idiot. Just read it. So angry, that Chris Jericho. Uh, the first one comes to us from our good friend Rob Noxious. Rob Noxious. He apparently would like to plug the Shane Douglas Seminar. Uh, Classic Championship Wrestling is having a show November 26th. That would be my birthday for, for those of you who didn't know. Well, uh, oh. At 116 8th Street, Lebanon, Pennsylvania. The show starts at 7.30 p.m. Shane Douglas will be wrestling on the show. We're also having a seminar with Douglas from 1 to 4 p.m. And it costs $50 a person. If anyone would like to have Douglas on their show, please write back or call Rob. Thanks for your time. Maybe, just maybe, I will see if we can finagle an interview so that Shane Douglas can promote this on Wrestling News Live for next week. I'll get on this and see what we can do. So if you're in the Pennsylvania area and you would like to be a part of the seminar, definitely show up. It's from 1 to 4, and it costs $50. And you're going to learn from, well, Shane Douglas. Are you sleeping over there? No, I'm not. Okay. Sounded like you were. This next one comes to us from our good friend. I'm sorry, Shane, if you think I'm bored because we're talking about you. No. I just have a sinus infection right now. Okay. Uh, this next one comes to us from our good friend, Filio. Uh, an actual Hall of Fame. Filio. It's, it's entitled An Actual Hall of Fame and a funny YouTube, YouTube clip for you guys. Trey and JJ. Uh, so the WWE wants to build an actual Hall of Fame. Right. Uh, just like the Hall of Fame in Canton or Cooperstown, while it's right. an interesting concept, they are looking at possibly building it Orlando. As the Miz would say, really? Orlando? Really? Let's be <laughs> honest. What has Orlando ever done for pro wrestling in terms of being some kind of mecca? Your prime spots would be Stamford, Connecticut, Char- uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, St. Louis, Missouri, Atlanta, Georgia, or maybe Minneapolis, Minnesota. Hell, Calgary would be a better choice than Orlando. It's the WWE just looking for the best deal from a city, or they're going to put some thought into the location of the Hall of Fame building. Now, hold on, before we go any further. Stanford, I don't know about that. New York, I would say. Charlotte, yeah. absolutely. But Florida did have Florida Championship Wrestling for quite a while. And yeah. guys like, you know, Dusty Rhodes and even Steve Kern, who's now, you know, the, the head trainer. Uh, Eddie Graham. At a, uh, yeah, Eddie Graham. He ran that territory for a long time. Long and, time. One of the first interviews we ever had, actually, the first interview we ever had on Wrestling News Live was Eddie Graham. Yep, I remember that. You know, Minneapolis for the AWA, sure. You know, St. Louis was a good hotbed. Wrestling at the Chase was a big thing. You forgot to mention Dallas. Dallas, Texas was was my mecca because I lived, uh, you know, in Arkansas and Texas most of my life. I could see him putting it in St. Louis somewhere near the Arch. That'd be kind of cool. You know, Calgary would be a good place for a heart museum. You know, the heart house is for sale. I would love to see the WWE step in, buy the house, restore it, and make it a museum. Yeah. So I'd be down for that. I think that'd be a great idea for the company. Well, whether they do it or not, it's, you know, 
it is what it is. But continuing on with this email, also, do you honestly think it would be a decent draw of an attraction? Or would it rank somewhere around the Pro Bowling Hall of Fame in St. Louis? By the way, I'm sitting down and cracking cold ones for WNL. Keep up the great work. All right, keep cracking them. And the YouTube video, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll send to you. It basically is a Full Metal Disney thing. It sounds like it'd be pretty hilarious. Okay. But you know what? I don't know that it would be a draw. I mean, a Hall of Fame museum I think would be cool, especially if you have, uh, you know, like uh, a lot of the memorabilia. I would love to see the million-dollar belt, you know, in a Hall of Fame. But right now they're they've using it on television for some reason. Uh, some of the classic title belts would be nice to see that. You know, some old Ric Flair robes. Uh, I mean, there's there's tons of things you could put in a Hall of Fame museum, but I don't know if Florida is the place to get it. I mean, like I said, I'm sticking to my guns. I think New York would be the prime location. I would have to agree. New York or St. Louis would be my bet. That's where I'd put my money. Now, this one is uh, in regards to something that I said. They sent it to the W9 email, so I'm assuming they want us to read this right here. But this was basically in regards to my rant on TNA Wrestling this past Friday night on Unplugged, which you had already left the uh, you'd left the building and went to work, so you weren't around. Elvis had left the building, huh? You had left the building there, Elvis. Uh, but this one comes to us from Troy Smith. Challenge, oh. challenge to JJ. Tell me something that isn't stupid. I heard your TNA rant on Unplugged, and you made an argument that many others make, and it really annoys me. You complain about TNA doing different things, such as King of the Mountain. It seems like no matter what TNA does, people will bitch. Everyone complains and says that TNA is too much like the WWE, and they have to be different. Yet when they try something new and different, everyone complains about that too. They used a six-sided ring, and everyone bitched. They invented new matches like King of the Mountain, and everyone bitches. But they did. if they did a normal ladder match, everyone would complain that they aren't doing anything new. When they try something... Uh, new, everyone bitches and calls it stupid and says they shouldn't try to do things differently than they have always been done. Yet when they don't, everyone bitches and says they need to stop reliving the past and be original. I challenge you and everyone else who is listening to come up with one idea that TNA could do to fit the following criteria. One, it's fresh and new, something wrestling hasn't done. Two, isn't a copy of something the WWE is doing. And three, we'll actually draw in new viewers. You bring up some really good points. I'm not one of these people, though, that condemns them every week for doing something that I think they copied from the WWE. Yes, I have complaints with a lot of the things they do in TNA. Right. I wasn't a huge fan of the uh, six-sided ring. When I think of professional wrestling, I prefer a four-sided ring because it's tradition. It's the squared circle. That's what wrestling is all about to me. Okay? So in that argument, I just didn't prefer the six-sided ring. As far as the King of the Mountain match, the only issue I have with that match, I'll, I'll agree, it's innovative, but I hate the fact that you actually have to put the belt on the rung to win the match. With everything else in the match, the penalty boxes... Everything right. else involved, you've got a match that's different from anything the WWE does. But the one issue that I have with King of the Mountain is that you have to take a belt that should be hanging above the ring, and you have to put it on the rung, and then you take it off to win it. To me, that's ass backwards, and that's my complaint with that. But aside from that, it's very inventive, and I give them props for that. Well, there you go. 
So people are going to bitch no matter what. I oh, try, yeah. I try to be fair with the product. I'm, not I'm trying a, to be. I'm trying to be over it all. I'm just trying to be a fan and you know watch Thursday nights and like things because I'm a fan, like th- and dislike things when I'm you know not a fan. But I just you know I'm at the point now where whatever happens happens. I'm going to watch next week anyway, so I don't care what other people think. It's just going to end up pissing me off in the long run. Now the reverse battle royal I think is the stupidest thing ever. I'm not big on that either. You know, I mean, as far as them coming up with something Let's new, just take something that's so popular and flip a coin to see if we should completely change it or leave it the same. Oh, completely change it. Like I said, I mean, as far as coming up with new ideas that WWE hasn't done, uh, you got to hand it to the guys in Stanford. They've got a crack team that comes up with stuff that I would have never thought of for a lot of the stuff. I would have never thought of the Elimination Chamber. And I'm not condemning TNA for that. But they do come up with some pretty stupid concepts. I don't want them to be just like WWE. And I don't bitch when they're not like WWE. A lot do, though. There are a lot that do, but I'm not them. So And a lot I mean, of them bitch just to hear themselves bitch. But if anybody else can come up with any ideas on what would make TNA stand out from the WWE, would make people want to watch, and would stop people from bitching, feel free to do so. I personally cannot come up with any. I don't know of anything right now. Well, I'm just tired of them taking everything and trying to outthink everybody and trying to be so outside the box. Well, wrestling shouldn't be about fucking being cerebral. Right. You know, wrestling is about good versus evil. You have good guys, you have bad guys. You have feuds. Because the bad guy did something to the good guy, and the good guy wants retribution. That is what professional wrestling is at its simplest form. Yes. I just, you know, I don't see the need to have stupid shit all the time. I agree. But moving on, thank you for the email, Troy. I appreciate it. Uh, this next one comes to us from our good friend Shemalamining Dong Hardy. Uh, greetings from the sweatshop of hell, WNL. I'm a little upset. <laughs> I consider myself a wrestling fan. I have been watching wrestling matches since my grandfather introduced me to the sport so many years ago. Well, see, there's your problem. You think it's a sport. It's not right. a sport. I haven't seen every show and probably couldn't tell you what happened two SmackDowns ago, but I still consider myself a wrestling fan. That being said, I need to talk about something. I am sick to death of people trying to get me to stand up for them. (laughs) Join the club, my brother. Join the club. F. Linda McMahon. I enjoy WWE matches from time to time, but why does that mean that I should vote for her? Granted, I don't live in Connecticut, and the election is over. But these people have some nerve. That's part of the problem with politics in the U.S., and I would suspect everyone else. It's a popularity contest. How do you think we got Bush's cousin into office? Angelina Jolie and effing Will I Am. I don't vote based on what some douche or psycho with a weird fascination with spicy brown babies has to say. The thing about it is that the American people have been led to care only about garbage. That's why the WWE get away with the overt propaganda. These guys are your enemies. They think you are blah, blah, blah because you watch WWE. What are you going to do? I'll show them I'll vote for Linda Baloney. Tell me what you stand for. Linda's Baloney? What? Yeah, Linda Baloney. She's Baloney. We don't stand for anything. That's supposed to be a zombie voice. I think it came out more British, but whatever. Uh, to tell me you stand for, and, and I won't vote for you. Linda, I know some people don't agree with me, but some of people's opinions are like armpits. They stink. Keeping it PG, fella. 
Thanks for that. Salah. What's up with TNA? Usually I stand up for TNA, but what are they doing? The main event at Turning Point and the super botch during the AJ Styles Stevie Richards match. Is Stevie still alive? Oh, yeah. Why the hell is everyone in TNA a heel? A couple more things. Why is Matt Morgan's move the carbon footprint? Is someone trying to be cute or clever? It doesn't go with the whole blueprint gimmick. The gimmick is about genetics. The carbon footprint is a scam invented by Al Gore and other global hustlers to convince people of the world of carbon dioxide. Yes, what you breathe out is poison. I don't feel that it fits with a genetic-themed gimmick. People may disagree with that, but I don't care. I read books. Another thing is that I don't mind that Jay Lethal dropped the X title. I never saw him in Ring of Honor, and I think, like Kurt Angle said, the mimicking of other wrestlers does nothing for you or your character development. I know some of the WNL family are, are friends of Mr. Lethal, but to me, he's like player one. If Little Mac was black and a wrestler, I imagine he would be a lot like Jay Lethal. <laughs> <laughs> a nice uh, Mike Tyson's punch-out reference there. That's awesome. Uh, getting back to the WWE. This stand-up for the WWE bullcrap is the reason I'm looking at gold dust. Sin gold. Sin means without. What is with all this breaking character stuff now lately? It's like we get it campaign. I hated that as well. Why doesn't WWE concentrate on, well, maybe wrestling? That douche bottle striker always talks about the second W. Why not focus on that a little bit? I know they are not wrestlers, but they are entertainers. But these, camp but these campaigns get about a foot deep in my ass. I hate yeah. them, WNL. One last thing. Fuck Jimmy Wales. He wants us to stand up for him in, in Wikipedia. He can grab the raw general manager, turn it sideways, and shove it up his manhole. Jimmy Wales has a mansion and a yacht. Yep, just like Elmer J. Fudd. He has women who ride on said yachts with large flotation devices under their bikinis. Sounds like Jimmy's doing pretty good. I'm in a recession, fella. It's a hell of a sweatshop, literally. I should be asking this rich ass for a loner. He'll probably be swimming around his money like Scrooge McDuck right now. Jimmy Wells, fuck you. Good job on the show, guys. I'll catch you live or on the archives. If I'm not in chat, I'm listening from the sweatshop. Now I have to finish watching Wrong Side of Town starring Rob Van Dam. Blood Moon is another movie featuring RVD and an Eddie Murphy impersonator. Peace, y'all, and act like you know. P.S. Tell Trey to check out Crazy Heart. If you like Legendary Knucklehead, he'll love that movie, plus country music. I mean, you know, it's like a real country movie, not that Pop Fox malarkey. Yeah, like I, I said, shot. malarkey. All right, now, y'all, I'm Mo. Uh, I, I did like that movie. It was a great movie, by the way. Yeah, I never saw it. I never knew the big Lebowski can sing. Really? Oh, yeah. So Jeff Bridges is in it. Yeah, he's the main guy. Oh, see, I didn't know that. He's a cowboy, baby. Our next email comes to us from our good friend DJ. DJ! DJ in the house. Raw was fun. We got to see a ton of superstars from the past, present, and the future of the World Wrestling Federation for one night only. We got to see the WWF on the screen and all over the ring, plus Raw's War was back as well. Woo! It reminded me of the old-school themes, small ring, that all we needed was a commentator and not that Lawler and Cole uh, aren't great, and the return of good old JR was fantastic. I was hoping for Vince McMahon, Lawler, or McMahon Ventura. I can't wait to see this new site you guys are going to show us since number one WrestleZone boards are full of haters. They probably hated this Raw and wanted Hogan Savage and all that shit. A-plus Raw. And the show, you had May fucking Young. My prediction for the Survivor Series would have to be Cena calling the match down the line. And, of course, the winner will be Wade Barrett. Then Cena will do his famous you-can't-see-me shit. And whatever the hell his finishing move is, 
in the words of J.R., wades down like a government mule. Suddenly, you hear an awesome as he runs to the ring with a ref and tries to pin Wade for the one, two, three. But, of course, Wade kicks out at two, and he has to get into the match right then and there. Miz versus Wade begins, and about ten minutes in, all of a sudden, David Otunga comes out to help the Miz and screws Wade over. One, two, three. Miz wins and runs the fuck out of the ring. With that said, Otunga is walking to the back, and the Nexus pop out, then chase him back to the ring, kick his ass for five minutes, and do their finishers, and he's officially out of Nexus. Ladies and gentlemen, your new champ is Miz, and Cena is fired from Wade. Well, interesting. Could that, definitely happen. That is an interesting scenario that could happen, quite frankly. I'm open to that. I'm open to Wade Barrett winning it, period. Well, I think he's going to. I really think that we're going to see Wade Barrett and Cena at WrestleMania, whether it's going to be a title match or not. I really think they've got to play this off all the way to Mania to make this mean something for John Cena after all the shit that he's gone through over the last little bit as Wade Barrett's bitch. You can't see me, Cena. You have to make this payoff at WrestleMania. It's the biggest show of the year. Why not put John Cena over Wade Barrett at Mania so he can get what he so rightfully deserves, and that's respect and his pride back? Uh, if it were me, I'd book it. I would, too. So uh, we got another I'm with e- you. I'm with you. Can you believe that? I believe it. I believe it. Preach on, my brother. The next one comes to us from our good friend Concept. Special K. Special K. Hey, guys, tonight's Raw was was a great show. Having it be an old-school Raw and being the go-home episode leading into Survivor Series, they did an excellent promo at the end of the Raw to help hype Orton Barrett. Overall, it was an enjoyable show, and I cannot wait to see the pay-per-view this weekend. On another note, last week's TNA was okay, but I would like to mention the fact that Angle coming back to help Samoa Joe gets me thinking, if you remember back during your Kurt Angle interview on Wrestling News Live, he brought up the fact there would most likely be resurgence of the main event mafia in the near future. Samoa Joe, Kurt Angle, now you add the fact Nash had reportedly signed back with TNA, although he denies it. You could. Uh, Probably guess where I'm going with this. These three were in the main event mafia, and I really have a strong feeling that even if Nash is not a part of it, you can clearly see Samoa Joe and Angle making another main event mafia like Stable to take on Immortal. With that said, what are your thoughts on a possible resurgence of the main event mafia with the likes of Samoa Joe, Kurt Angle, Kevin Nash perhaps even, the Pope, and who else do you think would be involved in the different take of the new Main Event Mafia? Great show again, guys. Concept. Um, you know, when, when he made that remark, Kurt Angle, about the Main Event Mafia coming, to, uh, coming back, when I think about it, I really think that he was talking about Immortal and not so much the Main Event Mafia. You think so? I really do. I think he was talking about Immortal. Huh. Maybe I'm wrong, and that's just my opinion. But I think that when you look at it, that is like having a main event mafia. Yeah, you, they're very similar. You know, I, I don't know that bringing back the main event mafia, uh, a group that stood for two years as the bad guys of TNA that holding held down, down. Hold, holding the young talent down, how are they going to be any different from Immortal? Uh, well, you can't bring it back as a babyface because they're called the main event mafia. That's not a babyface name by any means. That's that's got heel written all over it. That's why when when I think about it, I really think that he was talking about Immortal. Maybe I'm wrong, but maybe. But I mean, maybe there's something else that that, that they plan on doing because, like I said, 
eventually, what's going to happen is Dixie is going to come back and get her company back. But she's not going to be able to do it alone. But they're going to ride it out for now and let Hogan and Bischoff pull the whole we got one over on Dixie card. And, you know, by the time they kick out AJ out of Fortune, he could go over and be her main baby face. Or maybe she's waiting on somebody from the WWE to drop and, and scoop up. Maybe Matt Hardy's the guy she brings in. I don't know. I'm just saying she's going to put together a group of people to come in and fight Immortal and Fortune and be on her side. Watch and see. Well, and that's a possibility. That's a good possibility, actually. I mean, I can almost see it. I could book it for you right now if you give me 20 minutes. <laughs> well, I could give you 20 minutes, but, uh, you know. I can't. I'm starving to death. We're going to have to get this shit on the road. Yeah, I'm trying to get us a song of the night here in a minute, which I already have one in mind. I just got to grab it. Ooh, that's what she said. <laughs> you sick fucker. I already got one in mind. I just got to grab it. Yeah, I hear you. Drop the net now, Kelly Kelly. What? What are you talking about, Trey? The Dusty Rhodes segment where he says, drop the net now, Kelly Kelly. Oh, see, I must have missed that. And she dropped it on Oksana. Oh, okay, okay. Gotcha. And then she stood there at the net and danced the whole time? Nah. Uh, I hear you. Like a dumbass? I hear you. So, uh, with that said, I mean, that's pretty much all the news of the week that we have. All right here on the program, all the all the news of the week, the emails, um, pretty much the phone calls. I think we're done for tonight. So this has been a, a very special retro edition of Wrestling News Live. I hope you guys enjoyed yeah. the uh, the first twenty minutes of the show. That was fun. And again, thank you to the Bam, and thank you to JSK, my partner in crime up there, uh, kicking it, and. Uh, Special thanks to Mace, Rock and Sock, and Omega for helping me get all the audio lined up to use, and I uh, wouldn't have been able to do it without them. Absolutely. And make sure you go to the front page of WrestlingNewsLive.tk or simply just go to www.PeoplesChoiceAwards.com. Make sure you vote tonight, and as many times as you can. The deadline is the 21st. Please get as many people as you can to help you vote. Vote as many times as you can. And I want to see if we can make a splash over on a new page and see if we get some other attention from some other direction over there. And uh, also, don't forget about the uh, Wrestling Radio Awards. Vote for us over there as well. That's right. The end of the year is coming up pretty quick, and uh, we'll see what happens. I, I almost pretty, think that we're... Pretty stiff competition this year. We do have some good competition, but I think we're going to take it. I hope so. That's just my confidence coming out, but... Uh, uh, don't forget, guys, I'll be back with Unplugged this Friday night covering, uh, obviously, the Go Home Smackdown edition. It's going Friday. In, <laughs> going into Survivor Series. You going to join me for that first little bit, talk some uh, Smackdown? I'm sure I will. So the Trey Dog may be a part of the broadcast. We'll have to wait till Friday and find out. And don't forget, guys, Sunday night we have the Survivor Series live on pay-per-view. Of course, I will be back with the SNS crew. I believe Boom Boom will actually be in the house for the first time in a while. Internet Dave, the guy we don't know who the fuck he is. Uh-oh. Mark the Shark DiCarlo may be there. And, of course, me, Mr. Money on the Mic, JJ Sexay. I'll be there, the pay-per-view broadcast, at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, right here on the SNS Radio Network as we cover Survivor Series. We'll find out if uh, Wade's going to fire John Cena or if he's free. So any parting words before we leave, Trey? 
Just thanks to everybody who continues to listen and make sure you go vote for us on those voting sites. And, uh, you know, again, we're still looking for more. We've got a few, but we want more. Send us an email to WNLshow at yahoo.com for something we're going to put on the website called From the Fans. We want your name, a picture if you have one available, and we want you to tell us what you like about the show what you don't like about the show, what you'd like to see us do on the show, any suggestions, how long you've been listening, why you started listening. Just give us a little update on who you are and why you're part of the family. Sounds like a plan. Uh, he is the founder, the original host and Internet godfather, or I guess grandfather more than likely, the trade dog, the outlaw of the IWC. i got a favor you can't refuse. <laughs> and, of course, I am Mr. Money on the Mic, JJ Sexay. We will see you guys next week right here on Wrestling News Live. With that said, JSK, take us out of here. Peace. Cool. With that being said, thank you very much for listening to the show. Thanks for everybody uh, that participates in the forum boards, and thanks for everybody participating in the chat room. Until next week, peace, 420, kiss my ass. Good night, white people. I'm out. Fuck all you hoes. Get a grip, motherfucker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This album is dedicated to all the teachers that told me I never amount to nothing. To all the people that lived above the buildings that I was hustling from that called the police on me when I was just trying to make some money to feed my daughter. So and all the niggas in the struggle, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> it's all good, baby, baby. Uh. It was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. Something pepper and heavy D up in the limousine. Hanging pictures on my wall. Every Saturday, rap attack Mr. Magic Molly Mall. I let my tape rock till my tape pop. Smoking weed and bamboo, sipping on private stock Way back when I had the red and black lumberjack With the hat to match Remember rapping Duke? The hard, the hard You never thought that hip-hop would take it this far Now I'm in the limelight cause I rhyme tight Time to get paid, blow up like the world trade Born sinner, the opposite of a winner Remember when I used to eat sardines for dinner Peace to Raw G, Brucey e. B, Kick the Free Funk, Master Flex, Love Bug, Star Schemes I'm blowing up like you thought I would Call a crib, same number, same hood It's all good uh. And if you don't know, now you know Nigga, uh. Personal with Robin Leach, and I'm far from cheap. I smoke stuff with my peeps all day. Spread love, it's the Brooklyn way. The Moet and Alice, they keep me pissy. Girls used to diss me, now they write letters cause they miss me. I never thought it could happen, this rapping stuff. I was too used to packing gats and stuff. Now honeys play me close like butter play toast. From the Mississippi down to the East Coast. Condos and Queens, in dough for weeks. Sold out seats to hear Biggie Small speak. Living life without fear Putting five carrots in my baby girl ear Lunches, brunches, interviews by the pool Considered a fool cause I dropped out of high school Stereotypes of a black male misunderstood And it's still all good, uh And if you don't know, now you know, nigga
Nintendo, Sega Genesis When I was dead broke, man, I couldn't picture this 50 inch screen, money green leather sofa Got two rides, a limousine with a chauffeur Phone bill about 2G flat No need to worry, my accountant handles that And my whole crew is lounging Celebrating every day, no more public housing Thinking back on my one room shack Now my mom pimps a act with minks on her back And she loves to show me off, of course Smiles every time my face is up in the sauce We used to fuss when the landlord dissed us No heat, wonder why Christmas missed us Birthdays was the worst days Now we sip champagne when we thirsty uh, Damn right I like the life I live Cause I went from negative to positive And it's all And if you don't know, now you know, nigga uh. And if you don't know, now you know, nigga. And if you don't know, now you know, nigga. Representing B Town in the house. Junior Mafia, Math Label. Uh. Uh. Yeah. I. JJ, JJ, wake up! Uh, what? Huh? Huh? Wake up, man! It's you're running behind, dude. We got a show to do. What? We okay? I, I, how, how long have I been out, man? I, I, You've been out for a while. We gotta, we've got to do the Survivor Series when worlds collide right now. What? I just, I had the weirdest dream, man. Like I dreamed that I was in Canada and I was watching Raw, and it was like Sergeant Slaughter and Jimmy Snuka and. And Randy Orton and Wade Barrett and all this other... It was old you gotta, school. You got to lay off them narcotics, man. They're going to make you null and void. Oh, I did drink a lot last night. I don't blame you. All right, well, let's go, let's go do this show. Start it up. Play the intro.